WWF, what the world is watching. I'm waiting for Joel, man. Oh, I thought Nick was doing yeah, something. No, no, he was, he, was, he was just getting ready to, to launch into for the podcast. And he did the same thing I did. I was just waiting because I thought this was the pregnant pause before we started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Funny shit. We're good at this. <clears throat> Professionals, even. Well, that could be our intro, right? <laughs> I assume with you it already is. Like, I assume you're the press God record. damn it. Well, yeah, I do record before I go all silent. So you are recording. Yeah. Right, so we've had our intro. Good. Let's just do it then. <laughs> Fuck it. Whatever. So I turn the filter off and just start. Yeah. It's seamless. <laughs> <laughs> if seamless is nothing but seams, yes. Uh, welcome back to. Uh, what what are we called again? We talk everything. <laughs> we haven't done this since last year, so I've forgotten. Uh, uh, hello, doctor. Dad jokes. The, down, the doctor right? is here. Hello. Uh, and good thing you are here because we do have a, a real life patient, Mick. Yeah, hundred percent a real patient. Copped it this week. Well, this whole last week and a half. COVID sucks. Yeah, you're the first one of us to get it. Well, that just makes it sound inevitable. <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> yeah, right. Joel and I keep licking doorknobs. It's only a matter. I do wonder if one of our six listeners has had it. Please uh, let us know. Um, post on our Facebook page. Yeah, Gary, Ted, not you, Vanessa. Not you though, Mick. All right. Like... <laughs> eh, um, I'm most of the way there. If, I, if you don't see me next week, guess what happened? <laughs> and um, on that happy note. <laughs> so, apart from, uh, you know severe illness how was a uh, new year well shit man it was shit i was severely <laughs> ill i don't know i don't have there's no sort of side thing that you pull up while you're in the middle of covid you just sort of buckle in and feel the cheese oh. and uh I was, I was aiming that question at adam come on oh, well, well to be honest mine wasn't that much better so um over christmas uh some of my family got norovirus Ew. so i spent christmas eve cleaning up puke and nice. then I air gapped, so I stayed home, so I didn't spread it to anyone else. Thankfully, I didn't get it, so it lived and died in my house. But yeah, like it was an exciting time over Christmas, and that kind of meant that, I mean, look, New Year's was a non-event for me anyway. I was spending with the girls, we stayed up, and that was it. I went Watched to bed early on New Year's, so I was asleep when it all happened. It was great. I think as far as you know, it's still 2021. <laughs> I like going to sleep one year and then just waking up and it's the next year. <laughs> How very ash of you. <laughs> it's like time traveling. Yeah, it's cost effective, it's cost effective time traveling. Uh, you go You're moving ahead one minute per minute. Although I was disappointed we didn't uh, do a podcast on New Year's Eve because then we could have, instead of making the joke that it's tomorrow, we could have made the joke that it's next year for you, Mick. Yeah, you know, I was busy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was busy shivering. Is now a bad time to point out that we could have just faked it and no one would have known? <laughs> no one would have known. You could have just used sound clips from me like uh, South Park did with Chef. just make it this one. Just, just change the date we recorded. That was New Year's Eve. <laughs> Happy New Year, guys. We'll call it in two minutes. 
How you guys going, Adam? <laughs> uh, and I Joel. Think you'll find our editor doesn't have the energy for that. <laughs> well, we're at uh, this is episode number forty, and uh, since there hasn't been forty WrestleManias yet, we're going to have to just go with four. I wondered why you were lobbying for WrestleMania four so damn hard. Oh, we well, it's the next one. Yeah, it was the next one off the rank, and uh, we haven't done a wrestling podcast for a little while now. Also, we can lie and say that we're doing it in honor of Wrestle Kingdom, January 4th over in <laughs> Japan. I didn't bring up this topic earlier when we were off cut off camera. Segue. <laughs> yeah, smooth, smooth as silk. Um, Wrestle Kingdom, WrestleMania, four something something segue. Well, look, I'm extra down to do a WrestleMania, even though I'm not the world's biggest wrestling fan, because I obviously have my gigantic you know, death adder on my table. And it is, you know, rippling biceps. Right. It's is just, yeah, I'm, I'm into it. Let's do it. Oh yeah, he's a straight up yeah. um, '80s wrestling character, 100. percent Well, oh, yeah, absolutely. Except for the blackface, that's not so popular. Well, luckily you gave our listeners no actual explanation of what that actually meant. So I want them to research. Maybe you can share it, Joel. <laughs> seeing as you still have it up on your screen. So the euphemisms are, are are very strong with that description of your death adder. Well, your muscular veiny death adder. Look, you want an audience or not? I was told we wanted to go alright? I'm going to press play so we can talk over the wrestling. Good. Well, we've got like 10 minutes of intro and shit, right? Yeah, I know. If we go like another 10 minutes, this could like rival our holiday spectacular podcast in terms of length. Yeah, so and I'll be up until 2 in the morning. <laughs> easily our best and most coherent podcast. <laughs> Although I will say, <laughs> me and Daniel during the Jeopardy bit, just tanking that one, tanking it completely <laughs> was hilarious. All right, for anyone who is listening, for that one person, here it is. Three, two, one, play. Is that loud? That's all right. We can fiddle it. Yeah. And we can adjust the now we're coming from Trump Plaza. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> the douchebag, uh, capital of America. I've got All subtitles on. Do you want me to leave the subs on? Yeah, yeah that could be funny. Oh, I want to hear the subtitles. They're just like, oof, blurg, snafu. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can finally get subtitles for Wilhelm. <laughs> it looks yeah. so 80s. That pink jacket, that earpiece. What year are we in, Adam? I believe we're in 2022. You're not going to catch me with that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this this event that we're watching, WrestleMania 4, when oh, did it take place? I don't know. You, you expect me to know this. I'm going to say 87. How wrong am I? So close. Yeah, you're in the ballpark. So close. We're in 1988. Mother. <laughs> mean Gene. Late Mean Gene. Yeah. He got meaner as he got older. <laughs> or as the Iron Sheik calls less him, Gene Mean. <laughs> he got less Gene. <laughs> well, his unofficial first name is Let Me Tell You Something. <laughs> I was always wondering about this jacket she's wearing. Are they like sponsorship logos? <laughs> she's a NASCAR driver. It just seems weird. This is the 80s. It's a heady time. Fashion was really coming out of the show. 
it should get back in. Yeah, it was like a hermit crab. It was moving from shell to shell trying to find the right one, and uh, this wasn't it. shiny. Yeah. <laughs> I love the subtitles for the song. No, that's a better one. Oh, the Liberty Bell, I assume. That's a bell with a crack in it, right? <laughs> then I call it the Brokeback Bell. <laughs> that's a different kind of bell entirely. It does have a crack in it. That lady had the biggest smile in the world. And the youngest child to take to a WrestleMania event. Like, why oh. is that two-year-old getting out of this? I think he's uh, younger in the Ricky the Dragon Steamboat match. <laughs> well, there's an even tinier one, Jesus. How terrible is the video quality on that? That was paused on a VCR. <laughs> you know, some of these WWE Network um, pay-per-views that they've got, I'm pretty sure they've taken from VHS. Because, um, what was it? I was watching one the other night. SummerSlam 89, maybe? I could see the uh, the degradation, you know, when you see that videotape has been yeah. scratched oh, yeah, and you get all that shit. I could <laughs> see that. And I was like, what, the, what the hell? Don't they have a bloody master copy of this somewhere? Well, that's the thing, like, isn't there like, right? isn't it like a legendary story that um, Kevin Dunn, the guy who's like their visual producer, his oh, dad yeah. one time saved all the videos or the tapes from like a fire. Oh, really? So... Yeah, yeah, apparently that's the reason this, you know, everyone complains about this guy and the way he produces the TV show because he cuts everything. Yeah. Like, the editing's really choppy. But they say that he's got a job for life because of something his dad did involving saving the tapes. It's an, it's an urban legend. Who the fuck knows if it's true, but... Uh, interesting. <laughs> this is not one of those awesome really early matches where Bret Hart was, like, the first guy in there because they just trust him to do everything. Before the screwdriver. Yeah, yeah. These subtitles are so behind what they're saying. Yeah, dude, you can kill them if you want, man. They're not uh, helping a lot. I'm not really listening anyway, but (laughs) I was just thinking Jesse Ventura's outfit is actually just a lot more uh, toned down. I was going to say, this looks like prime Jesse. Yeah. This is where he was at his peak. He's he's come off his predator running man run. Mm. It's Hollywood Jesse now. (laughs) His mustache hasn't gotten too wild. He's not too mm-hmm. bogged down by conspiracies. And there's some, yeah, so there's some fucked up sci-fi movie that he does in what the early nineties. I can't remember what it's called. Oh, um, oh, I, it's probably something we should podcast about. We probably should. I think is it a Braxis? Something like that. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, I think you might be right. Because I think I've watched it. I have a feeling I might have seen it too. It is uh, not good. It's one of those funny ones where Jesse looks like he's aged 15 years between the two last movies you see him in. He like just lost all of his uh, awesomeness, and then he's just lumbering around this terrible story. And uh, yeah, his uh, career died film-wise. Oh man, how roast turkey does that guy's face look? <laughs> I just hope nobody chokes him. That'll, that'll really set him off. <laughs> You're going to remember everything before it happens now, aren't you? <laughs> well, yeah, probably. I like the other ones that you weren't familiar with. But you were discovering it for the first time. It was great. No, no, like, like I said before, this is like the one 
that a family friend brought over and sort of got me hooked on the wrestling. It was actually in two separate tapes. Yes. I remember that. Awesome. Hmm. remember going to the video store and I had the buddy... Because it came in like a big, oversized cover. Yeah. One of those ones that opens for me on each side. Yeah. Ah, Brett, there you are. Kicking ass. I always enjoyed when the Heart Foundation put their... Top halves over the bottom halves with their wrestling tights. Oh, yeah. Such an unusual look for them. Hmm. Ah, the bees. One of our favorites. Oh, these guys again. <laughs> There's a lot of booing going on. It's almost yeah. like I'm in the crowd. I feel like I'm really participating. So, Adam, just to give you a bit of background on this event. Um, it's mainly centered around there's a championship tournament because um, Hulk Hogan lost it, lost the, lost the title to Andre the Giant like a month earlier in a controversial fashion, and then it's been held up. Was that the Twin Hebners? Yeah, that uh, incident. Yeah, um, Andre so the Andre is this the Giant. Thing where we saw them doing the signing at the table. Is, is this yeah. the follow-up? So we saw them doing the signing, and then they had the match after that and Hulk Hogan got screwed out of the WWF title at the time and then Andre the Giant gave it to the Million Dollar Man the million, That's right. million Dollar Man wanted to buy it so he gave it to him and then he got stripped of it and they put it up in this championship tournament which is why we're getting all these wrestlers who they had no matches for in this battle royal yeah, because the tournament oh, is, what, so 16, 14 matches or something like that? Yeah. Well, not 14 matches, but 14 men. I'm glad you explained, because this looked a bit more like an orgy than we normally see. <laughs> <laughs> that was the original name for all these battle royals. <laughs> so I remember watching this for the first time. I was you know, just a young lad, and they started off with a battle royal. I loved battle royals back then. But this is before the Royal Rumble existed to me. Because I never saw the 88 one. So the Royal Rumble wasn't a concept to me yet. I'd swear I watched this at your place. Yeah, you like, probably, you probably have, yeah. Watched this many a time. See, this show has, like, two of the things that I love the most in wrestling. Like, a Battle Royal or a Royal Rumble. Any, anything kind of like that. I love them. I don't know why. Yeah. Probably because the Royal Rumble being so awesome. But also a tournament. Yeah. Love a tournament. Just <laughs> every match is inherently important because of the overall story. Yeah. This, the, people look back on this show and they go, oh, it didn't really matter because half the matches were short and or dudes were like double counted out or double disqualified or something like that. But man, when you first watch it, it's super engaging how every match matters. Yeah. And especially when you're young because you have no idea who's supposed to win. You don't know that there's like a list of maybe one and a half guys who can win it. Well, don't spoil you it for Adam, because he doesn't know who wins. Well, I certainly uh, don't remember. Man, I'm the guy who put his shirt back on. <laughs> Killer B3 makes a run and, and wins the whole tournament. <laughs> Turns out it was the Wasps all along. <laughs> That's the referee we saw last time too, right? Uh, Davis, yeah. Yeah, barcode man. L looking a little bit... Uh, like he's in a tussle coin to you, Witcher. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched the whole of the second season of The Witcher yet, but the first episode is fantastic. 
I'm only a couple of episodes into, so uh, I have seen you know, it, Joel. Shut up. <laughs> what? Talking about Witcher. No, I don't watch it. I, should... I did watch Squid Game, though. Yeah, it's good, right? Oh, good. good. I, I, I liked it, but I thought, like... I thought it was a bit, been a bit overhyped. Yeah, well, it's the most hyped yeah, thing ever, so... Yeah. I, I, I deliberately went in expecting very little, and that helped me enjoy it a lot more, I think. Hype yeah. ruins so much shit. <laughs> That's it, I go in with sort of mediumizing your expectations, and you're much better off. Except for that new show, Arcane. Go in with high expectations, and then watch them be obliterated with quality. <laughs> yeah, it is actually pretty awesome, John. Sorry. Yeah. What's that on? Uh, Niflux. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, we put it on for the, while the boys are on holiday, so... Yeah, definitely check it out. In terms of animation, it's pretty friggin' top-notch, man. Jack slammed, yeah. slammed his way through Cobra Kai again. And, um... Now he's I haven't watching, done season four yet. Now he's watching Young Sheldon, and now he's trying to act like Young Sheldon. Oh, no! Yeah, I know, it's horrible. It could be worse, he could be... Uh, Doing Ralph Macchio impression. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what are you talking about? Ralph Macchio's a great, he's a great actor. <laughs> <laughs> you can see it in his career. Yeah, his career came back. Now, Cobra Kai's good, I've been enjoying that. I've liked the first three seasons, I haven't done season four yet. I'll probably watch it this week. Yeah, I've smashed through it just the other day. And I will say no more for. <laughs> I don't like spoilers and don't like to give them. I can avoid them. Thank you. I just finished watching uh, Resident Alien. I don't know if either of you are stand. Oh, no, that's, that's solid. It's Alan Tudyk. I'll watch almost anything. Yeah. I, I, like, again, it's another one of these ones where, like, I hope for the best, but I plan for the worst, but I genuinely mm. enjoyed it. Yeah, same. Well, I wasn't planning for the worst. I thought it would be solid again because just Alan Tudyk. Oh, he, he sometimes gets roped into some shit that I think isn't as good, but, like, he, he did really well with it, and he is remarkably good at playing someone who's not right. Hmm. Well, he has, like, doesn't he have, like, the tiniest bit of a lazy eye on one side or something? And it always gives him this sort of strange, off-kilter look to me. That and, like, the way his sort of mouth moves, I think, just makes him look a little odd. Hmm. But his comedic timing, I thought, was really good in it. Yeah. Like, even if there's, like, something that he's average in, he's a, he's a good... Sorry, if he's in something average, he's usually the best part of it. I actually really like the supporting cast, too. I was, I was a bit dubious again. Like, it's a lot of people I didn't really know. I'm like, yeah. But about two or three episodes in, it really, really kind of grew on me. Yeah. me a bit of a Northern Exposure kind of vibe. Yeah. <laughs> well, just recently, because I've been watching it, it gave me um, the new season of Dexter. It gave me that sort of vibe just because of the location. It's all just, you know... Mountain town sort of deal. Ooh, this is a very loving touch right there. Oh, well, that's very affectionate. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that headbutt didn't hurt because of the hair, right? That's protecting them. I think he's just violent kisses gone wrong after that sensuous touch. <laughs> Can't you see what I'm trying to tell you? I love you. <laughs> now get out of my room. Got him by the balls. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, old school wrestling man, just the punch kickiness of it all, you know? <laughs> punch kickiness. You know, when the ring's packed out with that many people, there's just not a lot of room to do much, so you dare not throw a suplex or a body slam, really. Unless you're ready to catch six people with it. 
That's it. And surprise, surprise. Ah, uh, there goes Holly. But surprise, surprise, Bret Hart carrying the match, staying in till almost the end. I'm just impressed that Paul Roma's in the final four. He always see. You reckon it's just because the dude is jacked beyond belief? Ah, oh, you jinxed him. <laughs> <laughs> he does look a bit smaller than the others, though. Well, that's it's a height thing, right? Like he's super jacked, yeah. but a little bit shorter. He's essentially. Sorry, my mic's. Oh, what was me. that? That yeah, was, that was a bit that wobbly, was a wasn't it? <laughs> I like that though, the little uh, ground love tap. Yeah. Pretty sure that's not legal. Oh, it's 100% legal. You are not allowed to scoot towards people like Samara out of the ring headbutting them, alright? That's not cool. <laughs> Who's going to stop him? If he's trying to stop him, he'll scoot Not you. me. <laughs> this was his downfall. He stopped using his head. And he was going for a fist. He just kept using his head. Yeah, exactly. What is the forehead but a giant flat fist? Uh, he should be using the gut. Look at that gut. That is his weapon. <laughs> right? There are some impressive guts here between these two. Wait, hit him in the gut? That's not going to do nothing. <laughs> Where he stores his power. <laughs> Woo! What are they fucking celebrating for? No hugging. That was hug good. I like how every single couple of seconds Brett thought the thing was over and he just kept going for it. Like... Oh no, there's more to this handshake? Alright. Right, down, up, too slow. He, he's very Canadian. Right. I mean, he is. Why do, uh, <laughs> why do headbutts have no effect on the junkyard dog, but a fist of the head does? Uh, speed. Speed of the transition. <laughs> if it's a headbutt, he gets to brace those gigantic neck folds behind him and really brace for it. But if you slap him real quick, it's like, you know, <laughs> movement. You can't, you can't deflect it. That was a nice punch for that dude. Finally, his uh, his Trump pants match the match the venue. Yeah. <laughs> Bret Hart's uh, <laughs> the heart on Bret Hart's little vesting is uh badly positioned, just anatomically. It's down where his liver is or his intestines. Yeah. <laughs> Heart's not his belly. <laughs> if someone tries to save him, he's going to die. <laughs> I'm impressed that two of those guys managed to lift Junkyard Dog. I know they're big, but he's bigger. <laughs> yep. Let's just end the match here. Ah, <laughs> oh, Brett, you young, naive fool. How disappointment. Ah, oh, got it with the ghetto blaster. <laughs> that looked like it would have legitimately hurt. It's a good move, right? I'm pretty sure he goes down with a foot in the back of his head. Yeah, that would kill most dudes. Just a free shot to the back of the head. Oh, back to the head butts. He's learnt from Junkyard Dog. And Bret Hart has no such anatomical defense. All of a sudden, the match is broken out. Yeah, they're accidentally wrestling. I don't think this was intended at all. <laughs> That's why Bret Hart's there, man. Yeah, surprise, wrestling! He loves that uh, turnbuckle full force hit, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, just stern at first. He said he loved it because like, it always just got him mad sympathy because it looked like it hurt, and he's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Must have practiced taking that, though. Oh, yeah, 100%. We have brought you out this uh, hood ornament. The car's coming next week. Yeah, what the fuck are you going to do with that? That wouldn't even fit in my house. 
<laughs> well, you've made all that room now. Yeah, but not vertically. <laughs> My roof is only so tall. That is not a little man, and that statue is bigger than him. Yeah, that's true. That's a, a tiny plinth. <laughs> Maybe he just breaks the top off and takes that home. He's measuring it. Oh no, it's going in the ass. <laughs> I was going to yeah, say, you slammed it the wrong way to break it, Brad. They always had that shot of Brad just smashing that trophy in the Coliseum home video ad mm. before the actual event. And it may have been in <laughs> on the WrestleMania 4 tape as well. I remember it being from a few, from a few things. Yeah, it's a iconic little moment for being so early in the run. Yeah. It's one of those things that like, kill anybody with that. You could. It's definitely got some spiky bits now that he's well, broken. When he, it. When, he, when he tossed it out of the bloody arena, I was like, ah. <laughs> oh, you you haven't seen the uh, fucking Brock Lesnar tear the door off a car and throw it into the people. <laughs> At least the car door probably won't kill unless you eat the edge or corner, I guess. But no, still, dude, this, it was a right. real car door. Was it like a small car? <laughs> I think it was like a limo. Either way, the door was in the people, and the people made that sound. We're like, oh, fuck. Something. <laughs> right, I gotta ask, how did they get the car in the ring? The car wasn't in the ring, it was on. I didn't even think of that. No, it was down by the stage. Well, they, they should have really been more careful with their parking. Well, then you gotta imagine how far Brock hurled the fucking door. There's that too. I've never tried throwing one, though. They look like they might glide. <laughs> I don't know if they're built for their horizontal aerodynamics, but uh... it's, like a, it's like a plane's wing, really, right? Like they're designed for that, that could be true. I think. And they're quite they're, they're hollow. Are they? Have, Maybe. You, have you never pulled a car door apart? No, not lately. Right, I was going over. Hollow. I was going over New Year's, but you know, COVID. All right, that's where the window goes. <laughs> it's now I'm trying to remember if the window was down or not. Or whether it would have made a distance aerodynamically. It probably would have. It would have changed, like, the uh, the drag coefficient. Yeah. And the wingspan ontomology. That's it. And I, I guess it, if he's got, like, rotational force as well, if it was just a straight throw. Yeah, he does, he does throw things and twist them around. That's his whole F5 deal. Ah, the fake. The Fink and a recovering alcoholic ref. <laughs> you love this ref. <laughs> You'd think they'd be recognized. <laughs> you may recognize him. You probably won't. Looks like Gary Chalk. It's nice that they gave him ye old scroll. Yeah. Oh, well, it's very uh, a regal thing. Yeah, William Regal would own this. <laughs> but they've got a crown out back. They could have put it on him. It would have been fine. This needed to be on like a big Titan Tron with one of those little uh, sing-along balls bouncing along to go along with it. Because um, he's certainly not captivating the crowd. He's not holding my interest either. 
Well, this is one of those ideas that was bad. Apparently the crowd is mostly uh, casino goers. They're not there for the wrestling. <laughs> Surely they're the people who would normally be watching Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous or whatever the fuck it was he's from. Quite possible. They're gamblers, right? You know, they want to be rich by pure luck. So let's watch people be rich. Well, when you're poor and you can't afford to gamble, you get to watch soap I'm pretty mm. sure that's the way it works. It's your boy, Joel. Yep. And had this been held today, he would have been going, why the fuck aren't I in the main event since I won the Royal Rumble? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> Jack saw him Duggan. <laughs> Coming down without his home music, which is disappointing. It sounds like the... Oh, God. I was just going to say, that was very late in his... WWF run. Yeah, probably. Still. Ooh, cotton candy person. That's huge. Yeah. <laughs> I was only half listening, but it sounded like the commentators were talking about rules, and that doesn't make a lot of sense because we seem to be watching wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> I think they were just talking about time limits, and you can lose a match by pinfall, disqualification, or submission. Yeah. All the regular rules apply. <laughs> Go. The rules in wrestling feel like the rules in whose line is it anyway. Now those rules matter probably more because they're they're pretty rigid with them. They buzz you as soon as you go outside the rules. Yeah. I wonder if there's a place that actually makes like you know flashy tuxedo jackets without sleeves. <laughs> I'm going to say Ted DiBiase with that whole I'm a rich guy, just quintessential bad guy. Yeah. Joel, you'd know this if um, anyone does out of us. Do you know if he was the first I'm a rich guy guy? Because we've had plenty since, but uh, was he just the most famous or was there like a predecessor? Well, he's wrestling in Trump Tower. So. <laughs> <laughs> It was probably like other wrestlers like that, were, here, that played up uh, high rolling stuff, but nothing to this degree, I don't think. Mm. I mean, you got a guy who pretends to be a king. <laughs> yeah, I guess that kind of counts. <laughs> but, uh, but I don't think there was like a several thousand dollars guy. <laughs> no, but it's not a poverty crown or nothing. <laughs> not a food stamps crown. <laughs> But I always thought he was, uh, he was given the gimmick because he was supposed to be doing Vince McMahon. Like, this is what Vince McMahon would have been if he was a wrestler. Mm. I always laugh hearing those stories about how Vince always wanted to be a wrestler. But whenever you saw him, you saw that he was one of the least athletic guys that could ever be inside a ring. Just looks so <laughs> awkward. Yeah. Seeing something with him once where he actually looked kind of intimidating, but I didn't question. Oh, oh no, 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 the dude is like a gym freak and has a, a weirdly jacked body, or at least did for all the time that he was famous. But when you see him actually trying to move around, like actual athleticism, he was, you know, supremely ungifted. Yeah. But you know, Jack, the, uh, match that was like that, built like a brick shit house, could not move to save himself. That's it. Just, yeah, 
like, I don't know, like spinal fusion or something, right? So whatever it was, he was absolutely fucked. And whatever it was, he ended up re-injuring in the same way at the end of it. And I was like, okay, whatever. Yeah, that'll do me. <laughs> Axel's just a big cartoon character, and he just gesturing broadly at all times. Yeah. You know, if these guys didn't actually have such different shticks, you could almost mistake them for being the same person. <laughs> That's it. That's sort of the big WWF thing, wasn't it? We have to make our guys big, bombastic characters to differentiate them because you always know who the Million Dollar Man is. You always know who Hulk Hogan, Macho Man, Ricky Steamboat, and Piece of Wood Guy, Hacksaw well, Jim Duggan it. is. <laughs> Otherwise, it's just white dudes with beards, right? I mean, A lot of it, yeah. And bad hair, bad 80s hair. Yeah, but they didn't know that yet. No. They, they were too close to the problem. They were the problem. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I saw the hair as a feature. You can use it to grab. <laughs> Little realizing they ruined an entire decade of people. <laughs> but it also gives you that nice whip when you punch someone in the face. You know? Yeah, it lets you sell a move, absolutely. But it does not help you get a date. <laughs> oh, I don't know, man. The stories about these dudes are legendary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wrestling stories. That's a good point, actually. They could just be wrestlers telling wrestling stories like, yeah, totally nailed, like, like 14 ladies. This <laughs> <laughs> <His> month. <laughs> Since breakfast. Another thing I'll always give uh, DBRC is love his punches. The falling punch, his regular punches, they look nice. Yeah. Like, you can buy them, and that's all you need. Just, you know. Even gyms aren't too bad. Big, swi uh, big swingy ones, but they're not bad. Yeah, he's dropping it too low. It doesn't look like he's applying any force forwards. Nah, yeah. That was uh, that, was, <laughs> that looked like he wasn't doing anything to hold him down at all. <laughs> no, but I like how quickly he pulled it off. He's a big guy. Yeah, true, true. I've just seen so many. In a timely manner. Mm. That. I love that falling fist drop. Yeah, I don't hate that. That's pretty as long, as long as the cameraman isn't stupid and shows you the exact angle where it misses, aka John yeah. Cena every single goddamn time, <laughs> then those kind of things can look good. Oh no, he's trying to get a leg over. <laughs> the bloodied mouth was a nice touch, though. Yeah. Any bit of really, hard way clarity. Should, should uh, be trying to get bloody. Ah, oh, that was... No, no. No. <laughs> well, he was tuning up the band there for some sweet chin music, Jim Duggan was. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> ah, Clothesline City, years before Suplex City. Good for Jim. Shit, that was nice too. Cole was more of a farm boy. Yeah, he gives off that impression, doesn't he? It's the bit of wood. <laughs> oh, God. Don't he's... fuck with Andre the Giant. <laughs> <laughs> He'll eat you. <laughs> oh, the fist drop actually got it done. And I think I got this from um, the OSW podcast. Isn't that one of the like handful of times Jim got Jim blah, blah, Jim Duggan got pinned on pay-per-view <laughs> every other time it'd be a brawl to the back count out or a brawl to the back DQ yeah 
or count out, yeah. Disqualification mm. with his two by four. That's it. So he was accidentally wrestling tonight, is what I'm hearing. Yeah, he fell into a match. It's going around a bit tonight. <laughs> it's going to go around a lot more. There's uh, 14 more of these. Hours, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Give me your jacket. It I'm looks look at what snacks I need. <laughs> but at least you don't have to watch Hacksaw Jim Duggan in another match. Yeah. Let's keep on coming. <laughs> I thought you boys were fans. Yeah. You know, to a point. <laughs> uh, this was this was my boy, Brutus the Barber. Yeah, your love for him was unnatural. That's such mad eyes. He does, doesn't he? I think the problem I had as a kid, right, is I never really understood what the hell this shtick was. <laughs> it's like Jack the Ripper by Chippendales. Yeah. Well, it went from his... Because he was like a Chippendales type gimmick initially when he came to the WWF. But then when they turned him babyface and they gave him the barber gimmick... He sort of that just sort of transitioned. He took the removing clothes part sort of <laughs> in a strange direction. Yeah. I'll cut the clothes. The appeal for me watching him now, right, is just trying to see if he accidentally cuts anybody with his goddamn shears. Because <laughs> he nearly cut his fingers off now. And I'm pretty sure PG getting nervous too. His future gimmicks would only get worse. Hmm. He's famous for running through what twenty odd gimmicks. Yeah. I will remember, say though. Do you remember the Zodiac his... gimmick? Yes. No. Oh, yes, I do. That's awful. <laughs> that said though, have you have you heard his um, Hall of Fame speech? It's really good. No. He's all self-deprecating and, f and actually funny, and you're like, oh goddamn, good for you, butcher. <laughs> but um. In the WWE action figure line that Mattel makes, they've done a Zodiac figure as a as a hard to get figure in one of the recent waves. Oh yeah. Um, and they call them like collector's edition, and they usually make it like a a classic type wrestler from the past. Mm. I've never seen one in store. You know, like the past ones were, it was like the Warlord from the Powers of Pain, um, Davy Boy Smith from the British Bulldogs, mm. um, Superstar Billy Graham has been one recently. Speaking of the Devil? I've never seen them, yeah, Speaking of the Devil. I've never seen them in a store, and so I've always had to buy them online if I wanted them. Hey, it's The Rock. And now they've got the Zodiac one coming out now, yeah, it is The Rock. And, um... That's the one figure I can actually find. <laughs> it's like, what? Of course. And it's the one I don't want. Because it looks awful. <laughs> you, All right, help you me out, guys. Who the hell is uh, the hippie Master Roshi Hulk Hogan hybrid? That's oh, that's Superstar, Superstar Billy Graham. Yeah. He is literally the inspiration for Hulk Hogan, I believe, like the <laughs> yeah. direction that character took, right? Yes. So he's a, a former WWF champion from the 70s. He uh, ended Bruno Sammartino's second 
runners. Yep, champion. that sounds right. That sounds right. And then lost it to Bob Backlund. Yeah. Who would then hold it for like six years and then lose it to the Iron Sheik, who Hulk Hogan mm-hmm. ended up winning his first championship <laughs> from. <laughs> Sorry, that uh, Don Morocco, whatever that was, was uh, a yeah. The half Vader bomb, half elbow drop. Half got a scuttle over to hit the guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. These two are not having a whole lot of chemistry. Is this um waste all of our lives with that fucking bar press thing, Dino Bravo? Yes. Uh, fuck you, Dino Bravo. Don't worry. <laughs> The ca- Canadian Mafia sorted him out for that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boot to the head. And I will say, Adam, uh, you absolutely right with that Master Roshi call. He fucking is, isn't he? <laughs> I'm just looking at him going, oh my god, he's going to start looking for panties any second. Any second. <laughs> panties and dragon bars. Mids and bars. Quick, somebody get the weights out. <laughs> what, there's not enough beef here for you? No, 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 I just feel that this is moving a little too fast. He needs to pace himself, really slow down and just pump some iron. Well, you know the commentators are still talking about that as we speak. Well, that's because fucking Jesse Ventura was there, buddy, pumping yeah, it up like it was going to be a big thing. <laughs> that's his biggest sin. It's not pretending to be a Navy SEAL. It's not, you know, politics. It's that. It's endorsing that entire segment. <laughs> and the outfits. Possibly the outfits too. I always forget who this freaking the painter is on the outside. Who is this guy? It's Frenchie Martin. Yep, that sounds right. So is he the French or a Martin or is it all bullshit? Uh, well, he's playing a French guy at least. <laughs> Is he related to French Stewart? <laughs> Check his eyes, see if he's squinting. <laughs> oh, speaking of squinting, I've been watching freaking Letterkenny, man. That's hilarious. It's so good, right? It's so yeah, good. It's freaking funny. How far in are you? Like three seasons already. I'm cracking through. Uh, it's like, it just gets better and better. I can't think of a single season I haven't enjoyed, man. <laughs> I know why I didn't get into it before now, because I watched the first episode a long time ago, and I was like, I can't understand the fuck these guys are saying, and it, almost immediately in the second episode that I just recently finally watched, they tone it right down, and yeah. you can understand it way better, and I'm just like, ah, oh, these jokes are gold. Well, I, the first time I saw it, I was actually sort of half-watching with someone else, and they were watching it, I just it was just on the background for me. Mm. And because it's so punchy and verbal, right, I just wasn't giving it the attention, so I'm like, that, That's it, it. It's just, yeah. It's just it's whatever. And um, then I ended up catching, like, a season three episode, like, end-to-end, and I'm like, holy shit, that's funny as hell. Right? Yeah, totally, 100%. <laughs> so, yeah, just uh, pumping through that. I got, what, what, nine seasons they're up to? So. Ten. Damn, good shit. And uh, season 11, I think, is already finished filming, and they're working on Shawzy, the spin-off. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> In fact, the end of season 10 is, I think, a good nod to that. Okay. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. Mm. They actually keep adding characters that you grow to like as well. Like That's what i found. Every time you get to a new season, there's a couple of new characters. They generally grow on you. Hmm. Well, overall, though, I think uh, just 
the main dude Wayne is goddamn hilarious, which is just oh, he's awesome, and it's so different from who he is normally. I haven't seen anything. I haven't seen him do anything outside of the show. So. Well, I've just seen interviews and stuff with him, but you know he um, he's Shawzy as well, right? Yeah, yeah, I picked that up straight away. <laughs> the voice is just hundred percent him. Anyway, who's winning out of this? Blue or green? Can't tell. I don't think anyone's winning. <laughs> yeah, the, the fans certainly aren't. They're about to start lifting, you know, the weights any second now. <laughs> what the hell was that? Did it end or was he just... Alright, cool. It's over. It's over. It's done. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's one of those ones, eh? You didn't actually win. There was shenanigans. There was shenanigans. Frenchie going in for the, the French geese. Yeah, deep throat. Did you guys see it earlier when... Don Morocco got tangled in the ropes with his neck. Yeah. I don't think that was meant to happen. Eh? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that did look like the sort of thing that might kill someone. Yeah. Well, that's the the Mick Foley story, right? He lost an ear because he had to... He was in, was it Germany? He yeah. got, did that rope thing. The ropes had been tightened earlier because some other wrestler requested it. Yeah. And so to get out of the ropes, he had to push his own ear off his head to get out. Yeah. Like, by forcing his head through the ropes. It's insane. Oh, not cool yeah apparently there's footage out there of like his little empty ear skin sack or whatever some referee picked it up it's gruesome man. gruesome yeah but that's Mick Foley he is the jackass of wrestlers <laughs> so far <laughs> speaking of jackass bloody what is it Johnny Knoxville's gonna be in the rumble this year <laughs> yeah no right Oh, no he good. better have no, a spectacular good. elimination. I'll tell you what. Ah, uh, I mean, I want him to, like, but I think they'd have a lot more luck if they had someone like Steve-O in the Rumble, because you know he'd let him just chuck him four rows into the thing. Yeah. No, Johnny Knoxville's taking a couple of nasty hits. True. The best thing they could do there is have like Bobby Lashley throw him into the sun. <laughs> <laughs> he could probably do it. <laughs> Has to be careful not to throw him through the sun. True. Yeah, we need that. <laughs> he plays the guitar like I do. So <laughs> <laughs> he wears a belt like I do. <laughs> he his hair like I do. <laughs> He's everyone. Reckon this um, map of the world was part of the Trump Plaza, or did WWF bring it in with them? I think this is like an art and craft thing from like I don't know, year one, year two has been put together. How old was Stephanie McMahon? Did she make this in class, for Vince? Save a couple of dollars, here, honey. Cut out some shit. So it looks like they've been very. Very carefully designed to to get the right outline for North America, but then South America, they're like, ah, fuck it. They've just shortcutted it. <laughs> That's good enough. That suggests that someone who knows that no one in America gives a shit about anything besides North America. <laughs> oh, you guys ready for some dick blood? <laughs> One day oh, that happened. joke will, will stop, I'm sure. Nah, never. There's the even younger child you were talking about. <laughs> yeah. Richie was almost a restless steamboat. Well, we, we will stop for a little while, because... Uh, actually, I don't think he does another event after this one. 
Really? Even when he returns a couple of years later. Damn, Ricky. I stole this baby from the concession stand. Yeah, that's definitely <laughs> from the crowd, baby. <laughs> when you're that big of a good guy that people just hand you babies, you're Ricky Steamboat. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Jesse, just back shaming a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Especially this Jesse's not exactly in his much felt, right? I mean... Well, like we were saying, he's uh, right at the peak right now. He's about to fall off a cliff. That's a tag team match. <laughs> so it would only be better if, like, Greg the Hammer Valentine whipped out a baby. And they just had a baby. <laughs> baby fight. Baby fight. <laughs> Maybe right. <laughs> but when we saw them do that with dragon, yep. when we saw them do that with midgets, it was just embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> Baby's like, Although, what the know, fuck? <laughs> so that's the reason he lost the Intercontinental title to the Honky Tonk Man the year before. Because he stole his baby. No, because he had a baby and he wanted to take some time to spend some time with his, with the kids. That's right, yeah. It's <laughs> a man, well, fuck you then. Give me back the Intercontinental title. Yeah. Uh, Greg, big hair, sad face, hammer. He's <laughs> got it written on his undies. Yep. Well, uh, Greg, you just entertain me, you do, dude. Probably because he was always a good wrestler despite looking how he looks. You reckon that's Earl or Dave Hebner? Uh, I think it's Dave. Earl the fatter one? No, Dave was. And if this is after the Earl and Dave switcheroo, then maybe Earl's the one who got to hang around. Because he was the one who had the longer career, right? Yeah. I think I figured out what my problem with uh, Jimmy Hart always was when it came to that megaphone. Like... He's constantly always screaming, but you cannot hear what he's saying on the camera, like on the video. <laughs> so there's just this sort of inane noise going on. And it's not annoying enough to be good bad guy shtick. And it's not clear enough to make any sense at all. So it's just not effective. Maybe it's aimed at the crowd. Oh, yeah, sure it is. But uh, I'm not in the crowd, so fuck you. Oh, no. Malfunction at the junction right there. <laughs> I'm not sure how they thought that was actually going to play out. Ah, what well, uh, I can tell you. What it was was, Hammer was supposed to walk back a few steps and then G um, Ricky would have rolled him up. But uh, Hammer just fell backwards, so he couldn't get rolled. So Ricky just sort of, uh, I'm going to lie on your chest. I'll just fuck him up instead. Yeah. After a little cover. <laughs> this, this is two drunk guys holding each other up. <laughs> I assume that's them like, working out what their B plan is, right? 
<laughs> All right, mate, we're off the rails here. We'll go back to plan A and B. Punch you kick. You fucked it. <laughs> Take your time. Need to work out what I'm going to do next. <laughs> oh, he's stolen his karate chop gimmick. Even though he's Hawaiian. He's learned his lesson though, he's moved to red tights. I think that's a much better call. <laughs> Covers up what was he last time? Covers up the white blood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nice. Wasn't it Ricky Steamboat in the, the, uh, the white suit before? Yes, yeah, you're right, he was. <laughs> I'm sorry, where did he get hit? <laughs> that was the external occipital protuberance. I believe it's otherwise known as the schnoz. That's one of my favorite gorillaisms. <laughs> I think it's the actual other side of the head, Mick. Yeah, he used it the wrong way there because he always used to do it about the uh, the nose. But there was clearly no <laughs> nose falling there, which will make yeah, it even funnier. Back of his head, right? <laughs> yeah, he fell on his back. But uh, that's how he always used it in other situations. It was always about the nose. I think Greg knows that his best looking asset is his hair, which is why he's always shaking his head, <laughs> making sure it's extra, extra fluffy. It's not a great asset all the same. <laughs> I didn't say it's a great one. I said it's his best. <laughs> when you his hold... Shoes. His shoes are very shiny. <laughs> Working with what he's got. That's it. When, you, when your whole list of shit is a bunch of fours, you ex exaggerate the six. But it looks like it's floating on, on his skull. Like, it doesn't look like it's his hair at all. <laughs> right? That's what I'm saying. It's like modern WWE with the video games and the hair that just doesn't look like it's on the person at all. <laughs> like, it's got some serious, unnatural body. Almost like it's got static charge to it. Yeah, good point. It does. Because it's just floating so high off his goddamn forehead. <laughs> he conditioned the fuck out of it. <laughs> The lack of high yards with those chops is very disappointing. <laughs> Has he learned nothing from X-Pac who isn't around yet? <laughs> must high yard and must hua! Oh, Ooh, short. Like a boxing match. Yeah, those nice little short jabs. <laughs> oh, it's Trump. Yeah, with his little pouty butt face. Rat face motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> When you, oh, what on, Greg? <laughs> that would be a good name for a finisher if someone could make a m interesting enough backhanded fist. In terms of all the finishing moves that always made the most sense, though, the one I liked the most was the mic check. Because, you know, mic check. One, two, three. It's wonderful. Uh... <laughs> and it always just struck me as like, ah, that's clever. That's, you know... Not over exaggerated, it's just, you know, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Got him right in the mummy daddy button. Mm. Oh. Work in that area. <laughs> the floofy air adds to that attack as well. Please, Greg, don't bite me on the dick again. Yeah. <laughs> Did he fuck that up too? Gotta look like he fucked that up. Yeah, he uh, had to run and waddle his way a lot further than he would have liked. <laughs> 
uh, these exchanges so much better than modern wrestling. Modern wrestling, they take far too long between the shots and make this whole production of, oh, I'm hurt, I'm hurt far too much. Uh, I'll hit you now. Whereas that was more just, fuck you. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't have said that was necessarily well sold, but the actual fall was. Yeah. Yeah, it was good at that fall. Like, Greg did the fall well. I don't think Ricky was quick enough to really make it look like a push. <laughs> no. Yeah, he, he got caught in between, eh? He was close, he was close. He was just like half a step behind, maybe? I don't know. No, no, you're right, 100%. Okay. Ah, shoulder breaks. I think Joel was going to disagree, though. You're going to tell me it looked good, Joel. No, 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 I was going to say, he's been a couple of steps behind on a few moves in this match. Yeah, yes, hasn't he? It's went strange for the reputation it, he has. Is it Ricky or Greg or both of them? They both seem like they're out of sync. I think it's Ricky. Oh. Yeah, from the looks of it. Because, you know, Greg looks like he's on the ball with a lot of the stuff. Yeah. Like, remember how I was saying earlier how he fell backwards too early and Ricky wasn't there? Yeah. Ricky yeah. should have been closer is sort of the real situation there. Yeah, just, gotcha, yeah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. No, I hear what you're saying. Mm. <clears throat> It did seem like a strange place for him to position himself, actually. Like, he just didn't follow through after the kick. Mm. But Ricky's got that natural babyface fire, so, you know. So if you guys actually like have that in good measure. He does look like he's maybe a little bit gassed out. I don't know. Like, he doesn't look tired, tired. He just looks... Yeah, I see what you're saying, but yeah, I think that's just... Uh... Some match yeah, selling. Selling it, yeah. Yeah, like some guys, you can tell. Last time we watched yeah. him. Yeah. Mm. Like, I think that's one of the other things I always appreciated about Greg Valentine. Like, even if he was always selling tight, he never looked like he got blown up. He was apparently one of the cardio beasts. I thought you were gonna say he always looked fucking tired because he walks in looking tired. He walks in. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. He looks sloppy and tired, which is good for a bad guy to look. But he never actually got tired, and his shit was never sloppy. You know. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, it's dangerous when they get tired, right? I mean, that's when yeah. injuries happen. Well, get, you get tired or concussed, and all of a sudden you're not safe to work with. I mean, mm. Bill Goldberg. He can barely go five minutes in a match, and if he gets concussed or does it to himself like he has, <laughs> he always kills people. As a naive, I'm unaware of how many people have been killed by other wrestlers. I know it's a non-zero number. But... Yeah, unfortunately. I think he's just pissed off. Who's pissed off? Who, Ricky. Yeah. Probably because he has to lose the match. Well, overall, that was still pretty enjoyable, I reckon. Yeah, yeah it was. Awesome. And at least, you know, look at Greg. He looks fucking... He looks wasted. <laughs> But at the same time, you know, it was a armor sucker for a nice counter to a move, even, you know? It just makes the most sense to me in the sports sort of way that I like to watch wrestling. Yeah. So having that be a counterish finish with a little bit of tights pulling, nah, yeah, I'll buy it. <laughs> Never mind that, I'm still awesome. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> is that um, Ivana next to him? Or is, uh, or is that someone else? Uh, which I don't know. I can't remember which name is. Is it Ivanka's the daughter and Ivana's the mother? Is that how that works? Yeah, there was Ivana. Yeah, because now because he's a different wife now, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Trump's back on the screen. <laughs> 
beg your pardon. That's very rude to Matilda. You've had Matilda in some very special training. What about it, Dynamite? That's right, Mean Gene. Matilda's been through some very vigorous training, special training. Oh, I'm buying it. <coughs> Davy Boy's holding the dog in the front half. Does that mean Dynamite Kid's got his hand on the back There's a thumb up the ass for sure. This is a, this is a puppet. <laughs> and he's elbow deep. Oh, God. Oh, he's choking the dog. I'm not sure that is a dog anymore. <laughs> Did any of you guys catch me, Gene, there when he yelled at him? What? Uh -huh. He rec Mean Gene recoiled. He was like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> that was wonderful. Is Cooker Beware still alive? I think so. I think he still works. Because the other other four in this scene aren't. Yeah, it's very... I was going to say, should I be worried that Matilda is still alive? <laughs> I highly doubt it. That is some hella longevity if she is. What is this? Is this a like a, a ripoff of I'm Bad, like the instrumental version? This is does sound like it. this is like dubbed over music because this is not the slick music that they'd normally have. That sounds like somebody important. It's Randy Man, Macho Savage. There he goes. <laughs> it's a stunning outfit. You can't take that away from him, mate. He looks the part. Yeah, he's talking about Elizabeth. <laughs> Get it both. Well, that's one of those things. I think I grew up just too late to really appreciate all the love for Elizabeth, you know? I was like, yeah, she's fine she, she's <laughs> certainly there she's an old lady <laughs> see when i was actually able to pay attention to wrestling as it was happening i had sunny and that's a whole different ball of wax oh yeah i think this is one of the other reasons why i was sort of fortunate to watch like this show as i was growing up yeah. you know like guys like macho man savage just fucking excellent <laughs> plus you know he has theme music he's he <laughs> immediately into the top 10 percent theme music that they haven't dubbed over yeah rights to <laughs> it's one of the genius things about having what public domain music. Yeah. Come into the blue, the new waltz. Why? The <laughs> <laughs> right, Elizabeth, get out of the ring. <laughs> but you know that portion that Randy Savage's uh, theme song is only like a very late portion of the. Um, orchestral track that it's taken from. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's interesting. What is it? Um, it's not. It's not Ode to Joy, is it? It's something no, else. No, it's Pomp and Circumstance. That's the one. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think it's like seven minutes long or something, and that section's like just like a minute near the end. Huh. That bit is probably like the more famous part of it, right? Yeah. And they um Is it because of Randy Savage? It could be yeah, probably. Right. A serious question. Like I don't know. I've only ever really heard it in funny places. Like it's it, it's not like it's a trick you put on just to chill too, right? Yeah. So I think it was um well, I think it's a graduation song. Yeah, isn't it? graduation song. But um But specifically the Randy Savage bit, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because the song built like builds up to that bit and then breaks out. So when Randy Savage's theme song is actually just that bit on loop. <laughs> it's only like a minute long or so. Oh, someone totally needs to use in the hall of Mountain King. I don't need the flared camera. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, Butchery hits the ropes funny. Give him that, like, in an entertaining way. <laughs> Very exaggerated. That's another thing that I always appreciated about, um, your Randy Savages and your Bret Hart's just the realistic selling within the confines of the wrestling sort of story. Yeah. Like, you buy that he's hurt right there, you know? It, you, it's not just the super superlative acting that sort of, it you know, goes right past it and takes you back out of it again, you know? Yeah. Even the way he's landing, that looks convincing enough. Yeah. Considering he has to do the slap to make the sound. <laughs> and again, another thing that made Savage sort of stand out amongst all these guys was the whole... All the other dudes, you know, jacked to the gills with, like, boulders for shoulders and shit. Yeah. Whereas Savage still looks like a human. Yeah, he's, he's, he's like, quite Dorito-shaped, really, isn't he? He's got, like, a good taper to him. Yeah. 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 He's, he's in good shape, not ridiculous shape. He, he waited, I mean, ridiculous in the pejorative he, way. He waited till later in his career before he <laughs> juiced up. <laughs> yeah. Good old WCW, Macho Man. <laughs> he just looks like a genuinely athletic dude here, is all. That's just, uh, you know, you appreciate that. Because yeah. how many of these guys just can't move because of their fucking musculature? <laughs> You have them with a similar build, though, right? I mean... There's a lot of similar builds, but yeah, he's just a little bit leaner, which, you know, gives him that athletic sort of... bent. I was actually thinking he almost looks a bit like Ricky Steamboat in terms of his, his sort of general frame, but he's... I'm assuming a different size. He is. Like, if you saw him next to Ricky, Ricky's, I think at this point, is pretty jacked, right, Joel? Yeah. Oh, two fingers right oh, in the clacker. Finger up the ass. Yeah, good morning. <laughs> Check his temperature. Also that, the fact that he actually goddamn runs up the ropes. Yeah. Love it. And that's what you want to do in a tournament. You want to get that first win nice and quick, you know? Save your energy for the latter stages. <laughs> you need to shake those 
three strands of hair off his forehead. <laughs> yeah. Not helping him. Not helping him at all. I'm not unconvinced that the key factor that you need to succeed in wrestling is to eventually be going bald. It does seem to help, right? I mean, you got your Hogan's, your Macho Man's. Shawn Michaels was going bald at a few points. Stone <laughs> yeah, Cold, yeah. The Rock. Triple H. Is he? Uh, I haven't noticed that, man. I, I don't think, think Triple H went bald. He, I think he, he certainly to go shaved bald. his head. <laughs> 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 he decided to become Kratos. He's going, fuck it. I want to be a true <laughs> legend. I got to be bald. <laughs> Only one I think who was always just, you know, had the hair was uh, Bret Hart. Yeah, and Ric Flair. Oh, true, Ric Flair. But that was more of a WCW dude. I'm thinking of like WWF faces of the company sort of guys. I guess Undertaker, but he was. He's such a receding fool. We've only got 70,000 more matches. Quick vamp. <laughs> How far in are we, Joe? <laughs> uh, in. Shit! God damn it! Oh my god! And there's gonna be a tag team match in there somewhere. We're already oh, halfway through the first round or something like that. <laughs> what do you mean already? I'm not sitting on my couch. How many matches are in the first round? Seven? They caught a finals with like six. Maybe six. Yeah, because um, Hogan and Andre get a bye, don't they? Yeah, so how many have you had? Uh, four? Three? Three or four? Yeah, we have four. I was going to jokingly say that. Have we really only had that many matches? Fucking hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a, and a battle royal. <laughs> All right. Oh. Battle Royale with G's. I think we've had more interview segments than matches. There's like a modern episode of Raw. <laughs> like Adam, trust me, watching three and a half hours of this is infinitely more entertaining than trying to watch three hours of modern day Raw. Like the show they put on every Monday, it's no. I can I can believe you. I have watched some relatively recent stuff, and it was pretty bad. Yeah, <laughs> they're tough to watch, man. They've even started doing this thing where they'll have one guy enter the ring, go to commercial, cut to backstage with some not really involved with what we just saw segment, commercial, cut back to the guy in the ring, second guy's entrance, two minutes of action, commercial. It's <laughs> fucking unwatchable. <laughs> I think I might have undersold how many random segments they cut to, you know? Like, there'd probably be a recap of something else in there. I realize Ben Man Bigelow was in so friggin' early. This, Ben Man be, what, mid-twenties here, eh? He was young. Yeah, he's pretty young. Hence the athleticism that he has. And the fact that he grew another tooth eventually. <laughs> <laughs> that may not be true, I have no fucking idea. <laughs> it always strikes me when you see a dude without teeth. Have to get the money to buy the new one. <laughs> yeah. Well, work at WrestleMania should give you a nice chunk of change. If Trump paid them. 
money. <laughs> and they probably ended up pulling some deal where they paid him to use the fucking venue. Got paid in P services. Yeah. Well, I have um, WrestleMania Five at the same venue, so I don't know what sort of yeah. deal I had there. Beef versus beef. Playing with a rope. I mean, hmm. oh, Mick's favorite uh, ref is back. <laughs> Old schlubby ref. So, <laughs> Paul Giamatti. <laughs> yeah. Adam, make you pick fire or skulls. Which big guy's winning? Uh, look, from this inauspicious start, I'd have oh, to go with skulls, but I actually, I'd rather it was Bam Bam Bigelow, so I'm going to go with fire. The real question is which one's alive, which one's dead? <laughs> well, Bam Bam's dead, right? Yeah, he's dead. I think they both are. No, I think, isn't uh, One Man Gang still kicking? Is he? I don't know for sure, I have no but idea. ah, the, the cartwheel of fire! <laughs> it's impressive to see a big guy get a cartwheel off. Well, this is how they always went, man. The huge dudes, if they were athletic, they could do cool shit. And right around twenty nine thirty, they slowed down. How tall is he? Because he looks really short here, and I just don't know if it's like a width thing or if it's. Oh no, it's one man gang's huge. Yeah, yeah okay, that's. That's what I was hoping to hear, because, like, he doesn't move <laughs> like a tiny guy. Now, Bam Bam's got to be six foot something, right? Like, six, two, three. But, yeah. you know, one man gang's just a giant. Yeah, one man gang's tall. And you can never tell with the refs, because they always put bloody midgets there. They do. That is on. That is absolutely on purpose. <laughs> it's like they get jockeys to come in and put on a ref outfit. <laughs> Adam, have we ever told you about the Tom Spiracy that happened in WWE like a couple of years ago? So, they had a really solid sort of announcer guy called I think Tom Phillips, but he was you know just skinny normal looking dude, but dude's like six five. Right. So they would do this thing where every time he's interviewing someone in the back, he would stand with his legs wide apart as fuck, <laughs> trying to make the other dudes look tall. And one time the camera pulled back and you see him standing there with his legs laid right out, trying to be shorter than the guy he's talking to. And everyone's like, ah, damn it, it's, the Tom Spiracy's real. <laughs> oh, that was athletic. But yeah, just the Tom Spiracy was hilarious. And they do it all the time with anyone who's moderately tall as an interviewer. I've definitely got to see a screenshot of that now, guys. So you can put me on it later. Yeah, you say later, but I've got the internet. Well, see, I can't use my keyboard because I've got a mechanical, right? So it's just like a gunfire if I type anything. Is there any actual benefit to it beyond the clicky clackies? Look, they feel good to use. Yeah. And they, they're pretty hardy. Like, they're durable. I'm pretty sure it's to be as annoying as possible in an office, isn't it, Evan? Well, look, I don't have mine in the office because... <laughs> Someone does, Probably. though. Someone does, your best friend. <laughs> I, 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 if he keeps it up, I'll bring mine in, Joel. And we'll put him to chain. <laughs> I can type like three times faster than him. Thanks, because I, I only just sit next to you. Yeah, but no, you, you'll love it. it. It'll be like that uh, static rhythm. It'll, it'll keep you moving. It's like <laughs> the anger in my typing will be like life to you. You feed off it. <laughs> All right, got it. Here's the photo. Right, right, having a look. 
Oh, oh, you're gonna have to have special pants for that kind of pose. It's gold. I do love it though. Uh, WrestleMania is uh, unviewable at the moment, or is that just me? No, I got to. There it goes. Sorry, that was me going to look at the picture. (laughs) (laughs) You interrupted the whole stuff. The only reason we're watching this. Hold on, I'll fill you back in. Man, dude, brother. Man, <laughs> brother, vitamins, minerals. Uh, I heard him. I heard him. <laughs> he is the same color as Death Adam. <laughs> and I don't mean the skin. I mean the red armor. He is, I'm, what, I'm what holding is it? it up to my monitor now. It's the same color. But if you looked in their eyes, man, have you seen the fear? In all those little holsters, they realize that when I get Andre the Giant cinched up in the launch position, it's kind of weird seeing the um, juxtaposition between Hulk Hogan and Macho Man in this event, and then fast forward a decade, yeah, a decade to the bloody WCW, and Hulk Hogan's skinnier and Macho Man's more jacked up. Yeah, it is strange, isn't it? The Hulk Hogan did it to himself, man, by making himself the center of that steroid trial thing and then being caught out lying or <laughs> whatever it was. He uh, didn't play that smart. No. Besides the making a fuck ton of money part, he uh, nailed that. Yeah, I think he, he got that under control, right? <laughs> mean Gene's just spacing out. Well, didn't he hate interviewing Hulk? <laughs> I don't know about that. I haven't heard that. I'd heard that he was really difficult to interview with just because he was always fluffing his lines and had to like, keep doing retakes and shit. <laughs> I haven't heard that, but hey, but hey wouldn't, look, it wouldn't be surprised. The, the way I heard it, it was... Um... <laughs> Go ahead. I was going to say, you guys are the experts, but that, that is what I'd heard, that Hulk was like a particularly difficult interview because he wasn't particularly natural at it. He's taking a lot of takes, a lot of retries. Yeah, maybe. He certainly got over that over the time. The one, the one that I heard, though, was that Hulk Hogan, when he came to WWF, was he brought Mean Gene with him because he liked having him interview him, or at least they were good together. Screen. Well, it might have whole... been, Gene might have put up with his shit. And... <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's it, true. eh? Yeah, I was actually listening to, I think it was Jim Cornette, talk about Hulk Hogan and how earlier in his career he was a terrible promo-giver. And... It took him a few years to learn it until he became one of the best. Mm. He certainly was the right guy at the right time sort of deal, wasn't it? You know? Yeah, yeah I don't think they had a better face to push that. Well, no, you can't. Like, as much as I prefer, you know, your Bret Hart's and your um, Macho Man Randy Savage, just in terms of the fact that the matches always seem better, Hulk Hogan had whatever that is. The it. Bronze. You know, um... as a kid it totally worked on me like i i I totally bought into all the whole bullshit like obviously i was not a mature wrestling fan as a kid right but yeah like i never really got bret hart shtick i always bought bret man i always bought him he's had that realistic fighter thing going that i latched on i I got the attitude of him but like i never understood like i'm I'm from you know the homophobic 80s i never understood (laughs) the thing right like it just never made sense i'm like how is this my wrestling 
Yeah, like it's, it's very fluorescently pink. The flamingo. That's how good Brett was, man. Hey, look, he made it work. And obviously, you know, he was a good wrestler, but like, I just never understood the appeal, I guess. Oh, I, I, I always, I think I attribute it to, oh, the heart, you know, the inside of the body, pink. Therefore, yeah. like, I, just, I didn't question it beyond that, you know? The whole heart foundation stuff, it was all, you know, it made sense at least that way. So it wasn't like Brett chose to be flamboyant, haha, limp-wrist, sort of old school crap. It came across more as a sex to me. No, I think there's actually a, there's a story behind it. I can't remember it exactly, but because they didn't wear pink initially when the Heart Foundation started in the WWF, mm. and they it's blue, right? Yeah, they had blue and they had red and they had yellow. They like switched it up, and then I think at some point the person designing them gave them pink, and they were a bit like, eh. but then it made them stand out more. So they kind of went, went with it. So they had the same misgivings that you had, Adam. Yeah, well, don't get me wrong. It's not based on anything meaningful. It's just, I remember as a kid, just like not getting it. Like, you know, why are they in pink? Mm. <laughs> Especially a pink leotard. Like, that is a look. <laughs> and that look says leg warmers. Well, that was the other thing about Bret Hart. He somehow, not quite here, but by the time I was watching properly, he had, he had made it look cool, like the whole pink and black attack shtick. He had the glasses. It was and... glasses. It was the glasses that helped him sell it. They did a lot of heavy lifting in terms of just making him look fucking cool. Yeah, yeah full mirrored glasses with the slick back hair actually helped a hell of a lot to sort of sell the appeal of him. That's it. Ah, ah good old Jake the Snake. Oh, he dropped him on his occipital, what is it, protuberance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't remember the whole bit, but yeah. Is this tattoo rubbing off? <laughs> <laughs> oh, those lips are unfortunately positioned yeah right in the asshole <laughs> <laughs> so is that like a uh, self portrait you reckon <laughs> no that's, that's the whole Jake's sister thing isn't it no 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 this is just a random one he does uh, he does it later on when he's feuding with Jake the Snake he has um, Jake's wife on his tights oh, okay I thought this might have been part of that but okay no this is pre- their feud. Okay. So I think later in '88 they're, they're feuding. So this is just a random matchup at this stage. Okay, cool. If these guys didn't have a shtick, you would mistake them for cousins, right? <laughs> right, you very much would. <laughs> well, it was the Million Dollar Man Hacksaw match, Mark Two. Yeah, exactly the same thing. White dudes, same outfit. <laughs> same hair, big mustaches. Yeah. Well, I think they tried to do that for the first round as like. Even matchups. That's mincing. Like, um, yeah, you're not wrong, eh? Bam, bam, That's actually a good point. Man game. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't call Greg the Hammer and Richie Steamboat the same, but yeah, I get, but for a lot of them, actually, is, there is that sort of uh, juxtaposition yeah. there, which is good. The mirroring. Yeah. It probably helps you not get too invested in the outcome, right? Because if you like one of them, you probably like the other <laughs> counterparts. Because <laughs> they look the fucking same. So either way, you've got a guy in the race when they get to the next round. Well, that's only if you judge them purely off their looks, man. You have to make a choice between the snake and the the rude. I don't think I do. Yeah, you do. You're right. Jake the Snake's fatter. <laughs> I don't think anyone's not fatter than fucking Rick Rude, man. Dude's got, what, negative body fat? 
Yeah, he's pretty lean compared to his peers, isn't he? Yeah. And Jake was never a body guy. He was always uh, the psychology guy. Just really uncomfortably trying to avoid looking at his knob poking out. <laughs> Can you narrow it down for me? I'm not really looking for knob. Oh, there it is. <laughs> That's some real camel toe action. <laughs> I believe it's a moose knuckle in this situation, yes? I'm not, I'm not sure what it is. Joel, tell us. <laughs> which, like, which animal appendage is it, Joel? Is it You've been like, monitoring the situation closely. Is it, like a, is it like a frog's eye or something? No, no, I think that's the, isn't that the balls that I've heard about? <laughs> what? For that particular one? Actually, I haven't been looking or noticing, so it's all on you, man. <laughs> yeah, thankfully, the video degradation is sparing us the, uh, the real insights here. <laughs> hey, these are the same pants that Yokozuna wears. <laughs> Red. <laughs> With the black belt. <laughs> yeah. You forget about the milk. These are the Mawashi, otherwise it's not uh, authentic Hawaiian Yokozuna. Hawaiian? What? Isn't he Hawaiian? He's no, he's one of the... Uh, yeah, he's Samoan, that's right. Well, he's stick is Japanese. He's <laughs> Samoan. Yeah. Back knee. Yeah. So I'd have a nice, healthy metabolism right there. Your glands are working good, producing extra bumps. Yeah, last bout of the first round. We're getting through it, one by one. <laughs> Slowly, but slowly. <laughs> Pretty sure they'll have matches in between each round as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right, Jesse. It's only a matter of hours. <laughs> ah, the crisscross. This is a, no. a tournament for something actually worthwhile rather than fucking King of the Ring. Yeah. Here's a tournament for your new shtick. Man, I used to love King of the Ring. They just bastardized it over and over again. Like the latest one, friggin' Xavier Woods. It's, they've already killed it. Yeah. the hip movement <laughs> Jake's another one who has that good realistic selling doesn't he just you buy his pain yeah that's not a chin lock he's got him by the eyeballs come on gorilla Even then, Jesse, with the logical, sensical commentary. Love it. I like how the ref put his hand in. He was, like, checking to make sure it wasn't on the throat. Not enough of that kind of stuff in the whole game these days. Oh. I mean, I understand why. Because they've gone for much more of the showmanship side. 
But every now and again, man, you just love that hard-hitting match. Where they follow the rules, because then the rules matter, and then all the tension that comes in with that. <laughs> Yeah, man, pay attention. Do your job. We never solve that problem. Just have another referee. <laughs> Only problem with that is then that it makes it so much harder to like have bad guys do shenanigans yeah, and not get caught. <laughs> it's one of those catch twenty two things. Another non-hire. I'm really disappointed. This is one of those situations where the commentators will not stop bringing up the time limit, right? And it's uh, <laughs> it's a bit leading. Yes. It's given me a bit of a complex about perhaps if the uh, time limit will come into play. Uh. <laughs> They're making no effort to hide the time limitness of this match, are they? You're such a smark. Hello? Yep, you're back. No, oh, did we lose you? Yeah, he's been gone for like three minutes. <laughs> I thought you'd been unusually about... quiet. <laughs> I was talking about the Yokozuna pants and then my internet disconnected. Oh. I thought I was being censored. Oh, we had a whole big discussion on that too. Oh, I'll listen to the podcast later. <laughs> I, assume... I assume I kicked off something interesting. <laughs> Well, you'll be happy to know you've missed zero action. They're still in that same chin lock. <laughs> no, they're definitely greasier than when I last saw them. Especially Rick Rude. He is slimy. He is so greasy. But aren't you glad you came back during the same match? I would have actually genuinely been upset if I missed the end to it. Because <laughs> then I'd be confused later, right, as to whichever one of them got through. I'd be looking and going, is it Rick? <laughs> I can't tell. Which hairy mulleted mustache man got through the match? Yeah, which sexual pervert got through? I can't tell. I'm just not sure. Ah, it's usually the ref. That uh, his perversions are well known. The face is so expressive when he waddles forwards like that. You mean the one on the arse, or? Yeah, the arse face. <laughs> the arse face. <laughs> Lips on one side, grundle on the other. God damn it, camera angle, no. <laughs> I didn't need that. Too. Did not need that. At least it's better than when Jaren Gonzalez had that friggin' anatomically correct bodysuit. <laughs> yeah, that was awful. Yeah. Except furry panties. 
Anatomically a, correct. You already said it. It was a dark time in wrestling. Man, I regret not getting snacks. <laughs> this was the match for it. Well, I'm just thinking, while well, Annette was down, I should have got some <laughs> Jake employing his snake strategy of slithering upon the ground. <laughs> I know who his master was. It's in the bag. <laughs> Wait, what, what does it say on the side of Jake's legs? Oot? No. <laughs> really? I just saw Give OOT. Shit, not knowing wrestling things from the 80s? Jeez. What a savage job. <laughs> I'm not sure if he's genuinely confused or if he's going for a joke. No, look, it says double OT, doesn't it? No, it's Two? DD. It's DDT. Oh, DDT. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel sheepish. Also, these guys are getting boring chants, aren't they? Those were legit boring chants. <laughs> I think the crowd is onto them. <laughs> Well, they feel like a filler match at this point. I'm surprised the um, WWE Network haven't dubbed it over with This Is Awesome. No. <laughs> the, yeah, the sheer amount of those that just pop up really, really identically every week now. It's, uh... Have they got shields? No, they've got, Sh they've got audio dubs. Yeah, they've got audio sweeteners that they pump through the freaking like, audio feed or even through into the stadium, I think. It's... uh. Obvious as hell. <laughs> no, this match is not over. You cannot go home. That poor fucker in the mid, uh, middle of the screen with a suit on. What was Trump? he thinking? No, it wasn't Trump. It was a brown suit. <laughs> Trump would never wear brown. It's too human-like. Like, did he just come from his tough day at the accounting office? I mean, what the fuck is he thinking? What's up, Paul Reiser? <laughs> Maybe it is Paul Reiser. Could be. I think you're going to be Paul sitting. But it's... Oh, he's definitely standing in that joke, sir. <laughs> yeah, it did. <laughs> it was so bad, I wished I thought of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we all really appreciate you practicing your dad jokes on us. So you can take <laughs> <laughs> Here we go, he's gonna oot him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did he have snot? He's gonna oot him. Yeah, I just, I couldn't see the sides of it, man. <laughs> you finally tore your eyes away from his nutsack then, Joel, to notice his snot. <laughs> what are these old fella pointing at me? See? <laughs> it's poking through. It's telling, it's telling, uh, Jake the Snake where his next boot's gonna land. He's using it as a tool. <laughs> Well, that ubiquitous gaze thing. Wherever you look, it's looking right at you. Sure, it's not like ticking around like a, like a clock hands. <laughs> I'm impressed it wasn't snapped off after that one. <laughs> it's, it's done a full circle to so how long this match has gone. Jesus, that's a talented uh, wiener. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's definitely uh, something he can control. He's using it as part of the That's one of the that nastier um, back suplexes. Mm. That was high on the back. I've certainly seen worse, but uh, for this time and age, yeah. Do you reckon they'd maybe practice that? Do you think that was deliberate? It looked like it kind of went off the way they thought it was going to. No, no, no. It wasn't unsafe or anything. It was just, you know, compared to what we see most of the time here, it's, uh, you know, Jake folded a little more than you 
then you'd like. Like I've, you've seen way worse ones where dudes just come down on their necks and you wonder how they survived it at all. Well, now they're going to cuddle. <laughs> They were going for what they were trying to combine the idea of a 69 and a spooning. Couldn't quite get it to work. They <laughs> went for the old spoony ninety. <laughs> Maybe that's what an oot is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm oot of the I, I tournament. If only Bret Hart was in the match. <laughs> he could have said he was oot. <laughs> oot in the boot. Wait, is this fucking draw just so they both go through? No, they both no, they, neither of them do. I don't think you're allowed to beat him with your snake. I think that's inappropriate in any workplace. <laughs> how, hey. how stoned is that snake? Why is it not killing somebody right now? Um... Don't have that answer for you. It's been in, like, I was very... been in Jake's bag, obviously. I was very <laughs> dubious that there actually was a snake in the bag because it was so well behaved, but then he whipped it out. He did whip it out. You know what, Jake? I think that was um Jake didn't Jake you know, carry I around the snake. snake there. Yeah, it's fine. Not cool. Horrible fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> I want to bring in, and I know everybody, including myself, and Bob Euchre have been waiting to meet this young lady. She is the most famous letter turner in the entire world. Please welcome Wheel of Fortune's beautiful... Oh, yeah, Vanna White. ...vivacious Vanna White, darling. Welcome to WrestleMania 4. And Vanna, isn't it exciting? It is exciting. I'm having a great time. All right, let's talk. By the way, I've got to mention... You don't look Bob like Euchre's it. Been <laughs> <laughs> Looking for you. You haven't seen him, have you? Who? Oh, he's gonna love that. I thank you very much, Vanna White. Bob, you're very good. Here we go. Oh, that's right. Do they do this thing where Bob Uecker's looking for her and she's not looking for him and this lasts the whole goddamn night and doesn't make any sense why it's a thing? <laughs> yep. Classic wrestling. Aren't they both game show adjacent? He is so nice. I've been talking to him. I guess, but, uh... Well, you've thought about it more than I ever have now. Shit. <laughs> I didn't put a lot of thought into it, Mick. <laughs> yeah, that's that's why well, I'm not surprised you came up with a better answer than I had. Well, they're the pinnacle of the celebrities they uh, attracted for this event. Tell you something. I don't know about the million dollar man. I don't like anybody buying anything for anything. Well, didn't they say that? Wasn't that the old prediction by all the big promoters at the time? They were like, WrestleMania is going to have a four year cycle. It's going to have two years to peak and two years to crash. Yeah. And this is sort of where, you know. They started to settle in. Like, it's, yeah, it's a yearly thing. It's big. And it's lasting. You like Elizabeth? That's why they're trying to make two years of content stretch, right? That's what they need, and she's doing a great job, and they make a great team. All right. And the one-man gang receives a bye in the first round, as you could very well see. Yeah, she's doing her bit pretty well. I remember liking her, like, just from this appearance. She actually has opinions about the things that are going on. She's not one of those celebrities who shows up and goes, I like the wrestling and go the wrestler. Fucking Jesse. I can't see any real reason for Bob Uecker to give a shit about who she is, but 
Oh, this is not a tournament. This is not a tournament match, by the way. <laughs> he looks like a big kid. Wee! So red. <laughs> so red. So this is. I don't remember this match at all. What's it doing here? <laughs> it's just a random match. Oh man. Oh well, it's the Ultimate Warrior. It should be good and fun and quick. In that order. <laughs> and still, probably one of the best theme songs of all time. Just yeah, so simple. I'll throw you the YouTube of it at some point, man. Just it's got all the energy in the world, eh, Joel? Just energy music. It's like if a can of Monster was a song. But not to segue too much, but before the match starts, have you guys actually ever seen that um, shot of Vanna White when she gets picked as a contestant for the prices? No. no. How does that work? Well, it was before she was like hosting that kind of shit. So she was in the crowd. Uh, really? I never heard yeah. that. That's cool. So she was just, you know, hey, you're smoking hot and have some presents. Do you want a job? I, I well, I don't know. <laughs> but they do have her running down to the contestants area. So, like, I remember actually seeing it. I can't remember. Someone like, posted it recently. Mm. I'm going to look that up. That sounds cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Feels like this match may, may give us a couple of minutes. Uh, it's At least five, right? It's an Ultimate Warrior match. If this goes five minutes entirely, I'll be surprised. But he's returned to his normal colour. His bands aren't too tight. <laughs> he hasn't cut off all his own circulation and ruined himself. Oh, he looks so big and chunky here. Surely he gets bigger and chunkier, right, Joel? <laughs> he peaks at WrestleMania 6. Yeah. He's got two years before peak chunk. Well, I'm just thinking he looks like he's moving big and chunky, though. Like he's one of them sluggish. Yeah, fair. I can't remember him being more energetic. Maybe I again just bought into the hype and the tassels fooled me. I don't know. He, def <laughs> he definitely gets more chiseled. And more energetic. Like he figures out how to just constantly be shaken and gyrating and shaking the ropes and basically having some sort of seizure. Yeah, yeah. And then doesn't he have a seizure and die? No, no. His, his, his uh, story of how he died is incredibly weird. He like was estranged from WWE for years upon years. And finally came back just to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. Did this really sort of foreboding speech. Did another foreboding speech about, you know, everyone has their time and passing on and shit on Raw, like the next night. And then within 24 hours of that, so less than 48 hours from being inducted into the Hall of Fame, dropped dead. Okay. Because I... Remember seeing some of the stuff like in the sort of month before he died. I don't know. I guess there was like a build up to him or something. Yeah, yeah. Pre Hall of Fame. Because you know, hadn't heard about Warrior in years, and then suddenly he was places. Mm. <laughs> Back in the fold, yeah. Don't think I actually watched the uh, the speech or anything. Like that. But he That's had like a valedictorian speech or something as well, didn't he? Yeah, he did. 
It was one of those strange things where I'd never claimed to fucking have, you know, called it. But just by the way he was moving around, you could tell he was not having a good time, you know? You could just see pain in the way he was moving. What was his cause of death? Um, I think it was, you know, something heart-related, like his, you know, heart exploded or, you know, his nipples melted or some shit. <laughs> but, um... Not plastic poisoning, though. <laughs> no. But this dude, you know, had a bajillion freaking roids and whatever through his whole life, so he wasn't exactly a healthy man, despite looking like fucking a million bucks. Yeah, he was still pretty built from the real man, but... Mm. Well, before, you know... After he left WWF the first or the first or second time, didn't he change his name legally to Warrior so he could use it? Yeah, 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 he went full uh, batshit. Yeah, yeah, dude, he's not a good dude. Like he was, you know, full homophobic and transphobic and about all the phobics you can be. Didn't he also go a little bit conspiracy theorist? Yeah, hundred percent. Like I said, he was not a good guy by the end. Just he had this one amazing run that uh, you know keeps his legacy alive. And he did say some nice things at the Hall of Fame speech, like. There should be an award for some of the backstage people who work really hard but don't get their sort of their due. That award never really came about, turned into something else. But uh, you know, it was a nice sentiment. Yeah. What the hell? Did Warrior just lose? Well, he's not in the right color pants. <laughs> he's in loser color. Oh wait, they're saying that Warrior somehow pinned him while getting hit with the suplex. Yeah, he lifted his shoulder at the end. Dodgy. That's not very ultimate of you. <laughs> well, that's why he just gets my warrior. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of one of the freaking finishes that I'll never forget when I was, you know, I think it was like 95, I think, when Shawn Michaels had the title, or maybe 96. No, 95. He was wrestling the British Bulldog and they did like a German suplex off the top rope. Mm. And both guys' shoulders were counted down, and I was just like, ah, that's the biggest piece of bullshit ever. Now, this is ultimate. Look at him go. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's going to kill somebody, right? Like, <laughs> Working on his stripper routines after wrestling sort of ends. Those tassels would be great on the pole. Yeah, that's it. Look at that chain yeah, bounced up and hit him in the head. <laughs> <clears throat> he's another guy who never really seemed to have that athleticism, eh? Just big, lumbering, slow guy. Yeah. Like, I sure? swear as a kid, he seemed like he was more. Yeah, cool. yeah, he did. The, the sprinting down to the ring and shaking the ropes carries a lot of his, his shtick. I guess he's one of those guys, though, that like, I've never gone back and rewatched the matches. Like, I've rewatched Hogan stuff occasionally, either through Joel or for mm. other reasons. But I've never really rewatched, like, Warrior stuff. So. Yeah. That's fair. Actually stand up at all. Like, if I looked at it today, if I'd find it anywhere near as energetic, or if I'd just be grinding my teeth a bit. <laughs> I will say the one thing that does sort of hold up is his biggest moment, the uh, WrestleMania 6 match. Apparently, they worked it out for, like, weeks in advance, you know, mm -hmm. practicing it over and over. And it comes off pretty well. You know, a lot of energy, it goes for a decent enough time, amount of time. And him and Hogan work well. I've yeah. almost definitely watched that one. Yeah, yeah, it's a good match. Alright, that actually won the Pro Wrestling Illustrated Match of the Year that year. Yeah, I mean, I can, I can see that. Yeah, I remember that. It did, you know, when you successfully cap off the biggest show of the year with a good match that'll go a long long way yeah 
thinks it's got sexy. <laughs> Just now? Come on. It's been sexy for a while. Since Greg Valentine. No, I'm impressed that uh, Hulk has never done this to Andre. I, be I believe, Mick, we're into the second tape of the two tape. Yeah, that, that feels about before. the right time. Yep. <laughs> it was basically like the whole first round, wasn't it? Yeah. It was just the first tape. Yeah, I think the Warrior match was the last one on that tape. Mm. Second of four, right? <laughs> Jesus, no. So what you're saying is uh, the Warrior main evented WrestleMania 4? <laughs> Night one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Although I don't mind they're having two main events nowadays because of that, because that means at some point AJ Styles main evented WrestleMania. That's cool. <laughs> it's technicality, so but it's cool. Two nights. The modern ones, yeah, they have to, man, because they used they were getting up to legitimately seven hours of the main show. What it was unfucking watchable. Yeah. Like you, you'd peak at about four hours in. You couldn't go any longer than that. You know, and it would just keep going and going and going. Imagine being there in the stadium, stuck in your seat. I'm stuck in my seat here. Yeah, but you can go to that fridge behind you and get a Coke, man. They'd have to like go stand in concession for 80,000 hours. Shit, did I lose my camera? <laughs> no, I always know it's a fridge in the room. I know where the food's at. Good lad. <laughs> How long do you, till you reckon they do that with the Royal Rumble? Ah, oh, they won't do it in the Rumble. The Rumble's... No, they can't they fuck the Rumble up, can they? They can't fuck the Rumble up. They need a new type of match to fuck up. Some no. sort of Rumble hybrid. No, but you know what, Joel? You're right. There's two big-ass Rumble matches. They could very easily yeah. split that into two nights. You're not wrong. Shit. <laughs> I hadn't thought about that. Although, mm, I do love a Rumble match. So I don't mind their putting it on two nights, to be honest. It's great. Yeah. I mean, no, it, it makes it's sense. It's got to be like Legacy. Right, where you got the rumble match at the top, and then they spill them down into lower rings where they have more rumble. Oh god, no. The, tri the triple cage rumble? It'd be so <laughs> fucking awesome. I would watch this shit out of it. So wait, think, you um, want, wait, how would that have to work? There'd have to be like one, one elevated ring in the middle, and then four more rings on each side? Like one more ring on each side? So well, no, five you rings? Two rings. You could just go two rings underneath, right? Spill down, trickle down. No, you need one on every side, though. So that's four rings. That's five rings. Oh, because if you fall oh. 16 foot instead, you're out. out right? Still well, you're dead. WCW did something similar where they had like a three-ring battle royal. Yep. And Macho Man garbage. won the world title. And they called it World War Three. Yeah, but I've watched that, man. It's freaking unwatchable. It's <laughs> so, you can't follow it for fuck. Also, it's just a cross ring action where you throw a guy out of one ring, he lands in the other, and just carries on. <laughs> that would be cool. They didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> also, it was a battle royal, so everyone was just in the ring to start with. Yeah. Uh, you don't get that cool rumble factor of who's coming out next. Well, see, like you have them trickle down to the spill rings and then add them up into the main ring. I love the, I love the spill rings. That's a great name. <laughs> I want to see someone make a comeback from a spill ring. Yeah, it'd be so cool. And like you got the other guys trying to pull them back down. Yep. It could be a lot of fun. They grab a guy from the main ring and pull him down so they can earn their spot back. Oh, this, this is just sounding like a zombie apocalypse sort of thing. Like hands clawing at the main ring. Oh, yeah. And, and if they come back from the spill ring, they are technically zombies. They've come back to life in the match. So zombie rumble. It is christened. <laughs>
I reckon is, it's gonna be fun. Is this the last time uh, Andre is movable? <laughs> I mean, he's walking to the ring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By next year, isn't he? Or even the year after, he's uh, riding in the carts, yeah? Uh, WrestleMania 6, when they use the carts again. Yeah. Does he have a match next year after this? I assume he would, because Vince would always want to have him in a match. Yeah, he's in WrestleMania 5. I mean, he's still got a tag, he's still got a tag team title with Haku to win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then, yeah, again, by the... Was Adam? I just talked over you for a second there, man. You're right, I said, does he do it all on his own? I think Haku does. Whereas Andre just sort of hangs out on the ropes. Oh, don't move your nuts. Sweat all over the top rope. That's not cool, man. Other people got to put their faces there. Andrew LeGigante. <laughs> so even knowing how bad he gets, he looks in so much healthier shape here. Yeah. It's just a I damn see, shame. He actually looks quite good here. Like he, he, he looks like he's moving okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, yeah. He, he, and he gets so much worse. Yeah. I have to admit, I haven't actually seen him in his worst. Uh, you know will eventually if you keep going. <laughs> I know he was pretty bad even during like Princess Bride filming and stuff. But... Yeah, but they have, they have movie magic to get around that. Um, but well, yeah, you see him later on. Around that. <laughs> yeah. I think the tell was the doom robes where he's just standing there. Yeah. <laughs> Someone just tweaked his nipple. <laughs> he took offense to it. He does have hefty charisma. Yeah, no, that was a question. What charisma? <laughs> <laughs> Man, this would piss you off so much if you're Andre the Giant. <laughs> Biggest goddamn human on the planet. You gotta put up with this shit every time you wanna have a wrestling match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look at Andre, he's walking around, he's doing things, that's that's a mark for him. More importantly, Hogan's yellow's clashing. <laughs> yeah, you're right. He's got golden yellow and orangish. You talking about his skin? Well, his skin throws it off even further with the red tones. But... Yeah, the, the skin is closer to the red bandana. <laughs> well, the knee card, he's almost the same colour as his knee card. <laughs> Good old skin of a hot dog, Hogan. <laughs> yeah. It definitely made him stand out, though. I mean, yeah. he's an unusual colour. That's it, right? Like, you know, if you're going to be a super freaking awesome hero, you don't pick, I want to be bright yellow. But in wrestling, it works. <laughs> Double noggin knocker. Hey. That's the good shit. That's like the perfect level of silly that works in wrestling. There you go. Andre's best move. Gentle sit. <laughs> <laughs> his arms tangled in the ropes. 
All right, Hogan, I'm going to sit here for about four minutes. You uh, hot dog and grandstand. <laughs> I think they're just working his back back into shape, aren't they? Hogan's big enough to actually kind of genuinely look like he might be a threat on Jonathan Chant. <laughs> Andre fell asleep on that one. And you're not wrong. That's that is the thing, eh? Like Hogan is a huge motherfucker, but Andre makes him look just just small enough, but yeah, not just, too small. Like the underdog, he looks like a David to a Goliath. There you go. He's really not. Yeah. Who Andre is sucking the big wind already? You can tell. He's done. That's why he went for that nice slow sit down. And he's <laughs> he throws the I collapsed at you. There it is. Now that could have gone wrong. <laughs> that that is a fine line, isn't it? Between crushing someone's shoulder and ribs. Like he he he, he would have had to put a bit of work in to hold that as he was getting down, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yes, that's the problem with seeing big guys like that, man. You start feel feel sorry for him. Because well, like, he's not enjoying life. I, I am not a big guy, but I think some of this shit would really hurt to do. <laughs> oh, I yeah. Mean, like, to deliver, not to receive. Yeah, yeah like, I know you, what you If you mean. ask me to drop my weight to a foot off the ground and then pick it all back up quickly, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hurt. My ankle's going to go twing. You know, like, I'm looking forward to it. And I'm going to be leaning on that rope probably harder than Andre was. Yeah. Hulkster seeing if he can pleasure Andre away from him. <laughs> it looked like Hogan was adjusting himself. <laughs> get down, uh, bitch. <laughs> no, nah, he wants him on the nipple. He's trying to get him on the nipple. They're looking for engagement. <laughs> He doesn't want him chewing for the leotard. He wants him to, you know. Yeah. Looks like a good neck massage, though. It does. <laughs> oh, he, he, he would give the best massages. Look at that. <laughs> Hogan's a plane. Uh, Hogan wouldn't even give him two drops. What a yeah. It's very unprofessional, Hulk. Give him at least two. Well, normally they drag this shit out as long as they can, right? Yeah, they do. I suppose it's Hogan. He can't. He can't afford to look bad. Then you got to give the people their money's worth of Hogan and Andre, because you know at least one of them is not advancing. <laughs> Andre wins. He still couldn't drop the giant with a chair, and Morella should disqualify Hogan. Oh, he trapped again as Andre tried to lower the boom on the Hulk. Now Hulk Hogan wins. 
Well, clearly Hogan's uh, the first cheater, but um, Kiyo. <laughs> but wasn't the best cheater? I mean, he did get beaten up beforehand. Yeah, the referee didn't see that. It's convenient how blind the referees are. Isn't they're it? Like, you know what? They're like guards in stealth games. <laughs> yeah, they are. They got like a 90 degree field of view. They can't see shit outside of it. <laughs> and if you throw and anything off in that direction. Two and a half meters, right? Other than that, you're invisible. Yep. And if you throw anything in the general vicinity, they will go and explore it and yeah. abandon their patrol. That's why no one can see John Cena. Yeah. <laughs> He's a bodyguard. <laughs> yeah, that but painful. It did, because Hogan's not going down with him. That looks like it hurts. <laughs> I'm assuming that isn't particularly padded as well, right? No, it doesn't look it. I mean, the pads are on top of that when you get closer to the ring. Ah, oh, they're both out. How convenient. They both need a nap. <laughs> I think we just saw all of Hogan's hair fall out in that match. <laughs> See, back in, the back in the days when I first saw this, this was monumental. What do you mean, like, the last two champions are now ineligible? We're going to get a new champion? That's fucking awesome. There's actual, there's actual chance for some progress. But even now, like, it's a clever play, right? Like, they got these two popular guys. They can't have them compete for the championship, so you've got to find a way to get them out. That, that's you what put, it was, man. Yeah. You put them in a grudge match. You let them play a bit with the crowd. They still keep their favorites. Yep. You can bring in a new face. It, it's surprisingly clever, really. <laughs> It is good audience manipulation. But uh, you want to be manipulated when it's good. Well, at the same time, Hogan's still building on it, though, right? Like, you know, despite the fact that he basically beat the guy up with a friggin' chair, he's still the hero here, somehow. <laughs> no, 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 it still made sense, because, like, yeah, like you said, they did initiate the cheating. You know, they, brought, they started to bring the chair in. So it all balances out in that Hogan wasn't the bad guy because he didn't initiate it, but they got him out of the match or out of the tournament without him having to directly lose either. You know, and it covers, like you know, said, it ticks all the boxes. He, he can be all like, I was robbed. Yeah. Well, you know, that's sometimes good, but when you do it every goddamn time, and Hogan yeah, does... Like yeah. Well, funnily enough, uh, Joel, wasn't that the ending of that World War Three thing you were talking about earlier? Mm. Where, yeah, Hogan got pulled out of the um, ring. Mm didn't lose but the referees didn't see it and they just counted him as out of the match and then Macho Man won it Yeah. and Hogan got back in the ring and he's bitching and whining and gesturing <laughs> like oh, I didn't get out and this is supposed to be Macho Man's big moment of winning the title Yeah. and you know by then the crowd was sick of Hogan and they were just like fuck off <laughs> it's hilarious to watch in hindsight presumably he's 10 years past his use by day at that point right? no because, uh, well, that's the NWO stuff back, you know, later on. That's when Hogan finally goes bad guy and just basically starts rejuvenating himself all over again. Yeah. Because he's got all that, uh... I got my timeline all wrong. I assume it was kind of... Nah, nah. How's it go? I mean, I think he shows up in WCW in 93, so five years after this. And then the NWO is not till 96. And that's basically when he starts, you know, Hogan career two. 
Yeah. That was quite effective, right? I mean, at least from what I gather. Oh, no, it's, it's like the biggest thing that ever happened to wrestling. Wrestling became the biggest thing in America at that time because of the NWO and Hogan turning bad guy. Well, that's kind of like the launch of the Attitude Era shit, right? Isn't it? Or am I yeah, that, that is it. That's exactly what that is. Hmm. Cool. Well, that, um, yeah, that instigated the war. Because mm, WCW started being a real proper competitor because they had the hot hand. Forced WWF to change all their shit to not be so hokey and bully. And uh, yeah, when wrestling was like sort of good on both shows for a while. So <laughs> it just got bigger and bigger. Yeah, see, I remember like you, Joel, kind of like being like way more into it at that point than I was, obviously. And like me just not having the faintest idea what the WCW shit was. Well, at that and point, not, not understanding why so many guys were coming across. <laughs> well, at that point, I was kind of out of it because that was. Yeah, like we, we late, would have been what yeah, teens, right? late teens, mid late teens. So, I just remember you knowing a lot more about it than I did, and yeah. I had no framework, no one else to explain it to me. So I was like, Ugh. yeah, I started getting <laughs> starting getting back into it, probably ninety eight, ninety nine. But that was because the WWF was all f bombs and tits. Yeah. <laughs> and they got their shit together so that was great great for me at the time it coincided with your love of you know swearing in tits yeah it's like I it was, goes on to this day just like that had, years before that. <laughs> I was the key demographic for the WWF what can I say <laughs> yeah grew, grew up during their superhero 80s era and yeah Became disillusioned with it during their crappy 90s years. Mm. That's a much better answer. How good is the continued uh, color coordination between those two as well, eh? Oh, yeah. It's pretty solid. Oh, red and pink, though. That's a bit tough. <laughs> Well, we're confusing that he doesn't go with the pink tights for this outfit. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, that would have made way more sense. Well, he had pink in the previous match, didn't he? Because he was uh, wearing blue robes with her blue dress. Yeah. Maybe they're her underwear. He hasn't got his. Who <laughs> <laughs> wears the pants in this relationship? <laughs> Ignore my typing. My sister's trying to get me to explain the uh, plot of June, which is a little tricky without typing. <laughs> I need to. I need to freaking watch that. All I know is um, the spice, and that's it. I I, I love June. Awesome shit. I really yeah. like the new movie. I actually like the old movie. <laughs> I've watched the old movie, it's batshit, without knowing it the is, books. It's nuts, right? It's yeah. nuts. Even knowing the books, it's nuts. Like some of the decisions they make for the movie, you're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> the biggest complaint I've seen about the new movie is they don't have the battle pug that they had in the old movie. The what? The battle what? Patrick's pug. For some reason, Patrick Stewart's running around with a bloody pug dog. <laughs> <laughs> completely unassociated to the books. It's just something they slipped in the movie. 
Yeah, Patrick Stewart gets what he wants these days. Even those days. Apparently he had no idea who his thing was, but that was fine. <laughs> Man, for the longest time, I just thought Sting was the freaking bartender in Lockstock. <laughs> <laughs> See, unfortunately, my main image of Sting is actually from Jude. <laughs> so it's Sting shirtless in really high-waisted panties with his horrible ginger hair. <laughs> so, you know, not, sort of skipping the police thing entirely. That's yeah, exactly. Like hearing that he's also, oh, this dude's famous somewhere else. Okay, good for him, I guess. Ah, the, the lack of million dollar man music here is uh, just very disappointing. He got some drink thrown on him as he was walking down as well. Yeah, as long as it wasn't other things. <laughs> but still, the lack of money, 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 <laughs> just, nah, it's wrong. Did The Rock versus Ted DiBiase Jr. ever happen later on? I don't know. They were, they were both around at the right times. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe Ted DiBiase Jr. was too late to verse The Other Rock. <laughs> oh, the one-handed whip. Or too lowly. <laughs> he was quite lowly. I still remember when, you know, even I thought that uh, he was the one who was going to come out of Legacy with Randy Orton and Cody Rhodes as, like, the significant other guy. <laughs> he did not. Also, these days, isn't a Million Dollar Man, like, getting done for tax fraud because of all of his... Is he? You know, yeah, he's getting done for, like, for being, like, a extorting money from his preacher bit. Oh, wow. Yeah. That is what I have latestly heard. Which is not a word. <laughs> it is now. <laughs> I'm tired and recovering from COVID. Cut me some slack. It's on which I can use. I could probably use that for years to come, really. Oh, here's a question. Is versing a word? Yeah, I think so. Have we lost Adam again? Oh, I'm here. Oh. Well, you're the wordsmith. <laughs> is versing a word? Well, English is a mutable language, so probably. Mm. So I keep telling. What you're saying is I can't be wrong. Nice. Because all I hear, basically, all I hear kids say is, "This team is versing that team." Said, That's not a fucking word. I've yeah, always heard that. The fact that you can verb any noun in English already means <laughs> you're, you're on the back foot, man. Yeah, I've always heard like you know who who we versing this weekend. You know, seems pretty. What would you say? As opposed to that. Who are we playing this weekend? Yeah, see, that works just the same. Yeah, I think on this one you're being too pedantic. <laughs> too matriculated. Too, uh, old school. Yeah, I am old school. I just don't like it. Unless my generation came up with it, I don't like it. Does that make me old? Yeah, yeah, that's the definition of it. <laughs> Having said that, why didn't why don't we still use Mintox? I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> what the fuck's a Mintox? Is it a particularly fresh ox? <laughs> uh, it's, it was a very short period of the eighties where Mintox meant something was really good. Was it the fresh beginner? Yeah, because something was either really mint. That was really, yeah. That was good. Or Mintox. That was totally awesome. <laughs> Never heard that. That's amazing. <laughs> might be, might be a West Coast thing, man. 
<laughs> it could be. It's so weird how much that using it just on principle. <laughs> well, I love weird shit like that. The uh, hidden Western Australians belongs to. <laughs> uh, mid dots. I'm very happy. Now I'm now I'm happy. This has not been a waste of time at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. We still got another two hours in this. Oh. But see, it went from like you know, it was about mid '80s when mint was the word, all right? And I thought then, bird was the word. <laughs> good one. <laughs> yeah. And then by the late '80s, it was bad. You know, if something was yep. ba- bad, it was really good. Yep. These these all made it across to the other side of the country. Yeah. And then the Mintox. <laughs> and then um, early '90s, it was sick. Yep. That made it here. Yeah. So mint. It was. It was just you know. Yeah, mint is good. An expansion of mint. Someone was mintox. Yeah, but where does the ox part come from? Is it like I don't know. Is it the animal? I'm not entirely it... sure. We would know what an ox was at that point in our lives. <laughs> Someone just started saying it, and it caught on. It's got an X in it. It sounds great. I think Carl Mintox is a good wrestler name. <laughs> Holy shit, we've got a reference on like Urban Dictionary or something. It's, yeah. it's, it's apparently very unique to us in Australia. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm enjoying this tournament because uh, Schlubby Ref is getting schlubbier by the match. <laughs> Look at him. His shirt's untucking, his pockets out, his hair is just smeared all over him. I just want to see his, um, his shirt poking through his fly yeah. just to complete the look. Uh, maybe a bit of butt, butt crack when he bends over. Yeah. I'm just picturing like between every match he just downs an entire Jack Daniels bottle. <laughs> he genuinely looks like he should be in movies with that kind of face. Yeah. Like he needs to be like the schlubby henchman of some freaking mafia gang. He is. He's uh, a wrestling referee. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I mean, you got to be crooked as sin to do this job, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, did you know the wrestling, the results are predetermined? <laughs> this dude's probably rigging every match, <laughs> making Mintox money. Well, this is it, right? They presumably go to, like, people who are rigging matches and they say, hey, how would you like the referee from us? We need someone who's experienced. <laughs> I need someone who knows how to turn the other way. <laughs> didn't, he, uh, didn't he ref the other million dollar man match hey maybe that would be interesting continuity also i love this finish the old school hot shot Boing. just there goes his throat he dead yeah not a good time with those ropes don morocco uh. we'll keep getting in the way <laughs> Still looking for Vanna. You know, it's getting to be nervous time down here. I've been looking all over for Vanna White, and you know, with everything weird that's happened here tonight, maybe, maybe somebody. I've been looking for her, but I haven't moved from this one location. <laughs> you know, we're supposed to do a whole bunch of stuff, and I. Well, blue whistle. 
And you're gonna go down. I remember this distinctly. I don't know why. <laughs> Is it the leather daddy outfits? No, I think it's because I'd always watch the second tape, you know? Because that's where the shit started to get real, so... Yeah. This is much more distinct than the first half. Really is good kiss parody, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit of that. It's half of that, half, uh, what is it, the Road Warriors ripoff, eh? <laughs> Wasn't there another tag team with that shtick, though? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They were like, um, this was WWF's cheaper version that they could have without having to get the other team. Sorry, he will eat the winner? Good. Why does Slick have a hard hat? What's what's the uh, theming he's there? A, he's the fire warden. He's, he's there to do. Uh... What? He had a hard hat? Didn't he? I thought he did. That area had a very terrible leather hat. I can't I tell. It, I think it was just his normal <laughs> pimp hat, wasn't it? Well, keep in mind, we get a degraded stream of yeah. what you're watching. Do you? Well, I think so, yeah. How degraded you can only... is it? Well, it's 720p, but it's pixels and shit, right? Oh, wow. It's dithered. Let's just call it dithered. You haven't got the VHS quality that I've got? No, I don't get to see all of the... Uh... <laughs> no, it's called VS. <laughs> VS is for sucks. <laughs> Love Elizabeth. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. Keep your hands off. Don't touch me. I don't blame her. Yeah, and fucking neither do I, but still pretty funny. I think Jesse's gonna steal her necklace. <laughs> well, not unless he can turn into a really, really, really slow segment. <laughs> nah, nah. If I know Jesse, he's got a good fence. Does he like lifting weights? Is that his fence? Yeah, why not? That's how you get over the fence. You lift the weights about it. That doesn't make sense. I'm tired. COVID. You can't be tired and COVID. Make your mind up. I'm COVID tired. I want the uh, pastel rainbow inside the jacket. That's yeah, I've never noticed that. That's cool. That's pretty smooth. You can wear that inside out and still make an appearance. Make yeah. a presence. He would still maintain his macho-ness. He would. He would be just as macho as he is in his other <laughs> Macho man versus hammer man. I believe he will yeah, he will be able to touch this. <laughs> Maybe I'm tired, that was funny. <laughs> you definitely tired then. <laughs> I know I heard it. Yeah, I know I heard it wrong, it sounded like going to work with a series of morons. <laughs> so accurate. <laughs> 
And again, just two damn good wrestlers doing damn good wrestling almost certainly be a good match. And yet somehow, Greg Hammer Valentine, the better hair of the two. <laughs> the problem is they all just have terrible hair. <laughs> but yes, but Greg Hammer is less terrible. I'm surprised they didn't scalp him to replenish Hogan. <laughs> He's got the right color hair for it. <laughs> Ooh. Nice wind-up. Yep, the extra wind-up adds so much to the move. Like 14% multiplier on the damage. Well, it certainly distracts from the fact that he basically just gently slaps him. <laughs> See, if they were serious about this right now, Randy would have grabbed his knob. <laughs> just that well, opportunity no. there, just to grab it and go, no, 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 put me the fuck down. No, no, see, no, that, that's a loser strategy, man. You grab a dude's nuts while he's got you up there, you're getting dropped on your neck. You're getting dropped on your neck regardless. <laughs> yeah, but you're going to get dropped extra hard if you you're... Uh, something in your hands on the way down. If you squirrel grip somebody, they're not going to put you down gently. No, I didn't say go for the cherries, you know, stick to the twig. <laughs> Just a general reminder that falling can hurt everybody. <laughs> I think they both fall under the same category, though. I don't know. I think I, I, think I know I'd rather what was getting <laughs> Literally in the same ballpark. <laughs> Look at Elizabeth. Wow, is she bored? <laughs> she is falling out of that dress. Yeah, Greg wore it better. <laughs> Greg is the handsomest ugly man that there is. Oh yeah, they've, yeah. they've knocked out some of these matches with these buys now. So I think there's only this match and then the winner is in the semi-final. And then it's the final. Yeah, you're right, they have. They have shortened it right up. The they knew what they were dealing with. But imagine how this match could end up if uh, if Hammer wins. That means it's Greg Hammer Valentine, One Man Gang, and Ted DiBiase left. <laughs> that is an unfortunate convergence of just bad guys. <laughs> Oops, somebody in the background is forgetting their order. That's nice. They got a nice Coke. <laughs> no, he's still getting his drinks. Look at him go. Big blue shirt. Hey, good lad. He knows he's in for another hour and a half, just like us. <laughs> he's rolling the dice that he can uh, not have to pee for the next two, three hours of the freaking show. Oh, no, that's why he needs the two big cups. Sell uh, <laughs> himself out in emergencies. My God, my ass has gone numb. How long does this go? <laughs> <laughs> feel like I've been wrestling. I need a better chair for this. See, that suplex slam is a good option because you don't have to fall on your own back. Right? Yeah. What's with the guy facing backwards wearing the Trump Plaza thing? Is this security? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> he's just watching for anyone coming for Trump, I think. He feels like he's just advertising product <laughs> It probably is. What? That is what they do that for, isn't it? That's why you wear that shit. <laughs> That's some good flailing, Greg. 
I don't know, the leg kicks are a bit babyish. You know, the, the, <laughs> uh, another finger up the side. The horrible irony is that guy, the security guy, is actually the biggest wrestling fan there. He's not allowed to watch it. <laughs> well, I know how he feels. One time I was, um, not that I'm a huge basketball fan, but I was selling tickets, like raffle tickets, at a uh, Sydney Kings game. And you literally were not allowed to watch the game. Which uh, we threw out the window as soon as it turned into a fucking classic. Everyone just stopped selling their shit in the fourth quarter. It was great. I quit. <laughs> uh, no, it was, ooh, ooh. Well, that was, actually, his head. that was actually discussed as a strategy to get into the AFL Grand Final that was held over here last year. Oh, really? Yeah, because they needed people to work in all the food places, so... Go get a job yeah. there and then just just fuck off as soon as the match starts. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, damn. Robert. That was not very macho of you. I'm not sure it was going to be macho even if it landed. <laughs> Flying mount. <laughs> <laughs> Something a little effete in that. I don't know. You gotta be a real macho man to uh, do whatever the hell that was. The old yeah, small package. Oh, Greg. Blew it, you didn't hammer at all. That cameraman was explicitly aimed at Elizabeth's breast. <laughs> but then they didn't show the footage, they're just keeping that for the home tape. That's what he's personal like. That one guy, he's like you, man. He was uh, not even really working the event. He just pulled up with his own camera, yeah, yeah. hopped the fence, and just started recording what he wanted to record. Just here for the show. <laughs> Yeah, this never makes fucking sense. So, Bob Uke has found Mean Gene. Mean Gene's been here this whole time. Like, Somehow they're, they're, they're all like two meters apart, right? Yeah, they're like, they could probably see each other's like little recording areas from where they're standing. <laughs> they're sharing a craft table. This was great. I really enjoyed it, but I told you I still like Hulk. I know you do. See, now she's an idiot because she's like, Hulk's already out, but I still like Hulk. <laughs> Well, no, she just knows that the rules of wrestling don't exist, so if she says it loud enough three times, he'll appear. Oh, yeah. So she's that big of a fan that she's uh, she's playing the long con along with the show. <laughs> she knows they don't follow the rules. <laughs> I really want to see this savage gang. They sound bad. <laughs> That's a different kind of show. <laughs> yeah, that could be a good... Uh... Good tribute band by DBRC Savage Gang. <laughs> I think their big hit was by DBRC. Semi finals. Now, um, I believe that sensational Sherry dressed up there. Was there anything Sherry couldn't do, man? <laughs> she was goddamn everybody. Yeah. She may have been Hulk Hogan. <laughs> 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 
Yeah, I think it is her. Yeah, I can see it quite clearly there. You guys might not be able to, but I can. Well, I wouldn't know if you gave me a bloody high-def picture of it. I'll take it your word. I was going off sort of the face shape, but yeah, I think Joel's got the inside track on this one. Although I am looking her up now. <laughs> Sensational Peggy Sue. Yeah, <laughs> honky tonk man. Terrible song, but also the best song. <laughs> oh, he's singing it. Mm hmm. What a sign! I didn't see the sign. I was too busy looking at the <laughs> The face along with the sign is just the eightiest eighties thing. What to say? What to say, Mick? Coward of the country, I think. <laughs> see, it's smart here. He's he's moving those scissors in a fashion that makes people want to clap. I thought you were going to say he's moving those scissors to make sure they don't put their hands near him. <laughs> to give it to Elizabeth. That's one thing you always heard about WWE. Like, if someone had a good idea for a big-ass prop hmm. and they just mentioned it to Vince, it would just be there the next week. Yeah. Well, you got to be able to see it from the back, right? Because you know. Ex exactly. For that sort of tool, he should be called Brutus the Gardener Beefcake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It would have made his shtick just that much creepier. Brutus <laughs> the Gardener Beefcake. <laughs> That's fucking legendary, man. I'm going to be right back. Give me 30 seconds. Good luck. Now I was thinking of Edward Scissorhands with this shit. <laughs> I can't think of Edward Scissorhands without thinking Edward Penis Hands. <laughs> I assume there's some sort of story I don't want to hear about that. I don't even know if it's legit or not, but I believe it's like the porno porno version of it. That, unfortunately, would not surprise me. <laughs> but I don't know if that's just like people just saying it. <laughs> that's like I missed something good. <laughs> Go on, Joel. Believe <laughs> me. <laughs> we were just debating on... Um, whether the, legi the legitimacy of the existence of Edward Penis Hands. The porn parody. <laughs> uh, I feel like I should know the answer to this one. This is like one of your wrestling quizzes, right? <laughs> hey, that's what we could do. We could uh, do like porno Jeopardy. No, you can't. <laughs> no, no one wins that game, all right? <laughs> Name the porno based on Edward Scissorhands. Uh, Big Wood Scissorhands. There you go, I'll just get it wrong. <laughs> Sorry, I need that in the form of a question. <laughs> Who the fuck made it? Big Wood Scissorhands. <laughs> yeah, also, that constraint around Jeopardy never made any sense to me, because you can just say what is for fucking anything. <laughs> right? Yeah, I don't know why, why they do that. It must have been... 
It probably was supposed to make sense and be a legitimate question back in the day. I think it was just a gimmick, wasn't it? Yeah, just a gimmick. Like, we'll give you the answer, but the answer will be complicated, so you have to ask the question. But, you know, some people should surely just, what is to everything? So, you know, this person was king of Belalia land in 1247, and you just go, what is Jim? Doesn't matter if you should have said, who is Jim? It used to happen a lot. I've seen enough Jeopardy, unfortunately, to know that there are people that did that so they didn't have to think about the answers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they can get in quicker, right? They can get their answers in. Also, it gives you a couple of seconds to think about it. What is... And you got, like, you know, you got time. See, that was the difference between uh, the Butcher and the Hammer. He wound up too long. Dude got in the ropes. <laughs> Whereas the Hammer, one solid wind-up. Not biased referee in a wrestling. <laughs> yeah, no, that's just that's straight up science fiction. Is he wearing fishnets underneath his pink tights? Yeah, I assume they're all part of the tights. Well, it's probably for the best because I can already see a half tube. I'm getting side eyes. <laughs> That's my side boob. <laughs> I called it the kisser. It's supposed to be the external occipital protuberance. Everyone's ignoring his tights. I think everybody's trying to. <laughs> No, I'm saying the tight's advice of don't be cruel. <laughs> it's more of a suggestion. <laughs> oh, I always like that one. I always like that. Uh, I don't think I've you, seen that before. Yeah, you go for the kick so hard that you flip yourself off your feet. It's yeah, it's wonderful little silliness. And a little terrible little stomp. Yeah, missed him entirely. Hmm. These last ones are better, but that first one was just yeah. <laughs> Maybe he slipped. Had to be momentum or something. Ah, look at Peggy go, killing it. I like his wild little punch Yeah, that shit's always good. I've been discombobulated. Although, look at his face now. That's some insane shit. <laughs> Apologies in advance. Am I right in thinking my typing will be coming through? I uh, can't hear it, so yeah, you're okay so far. I'll try and mute. I'm just going to ask some questions. I told them on podcast. <laughs> I didn't tell them what though, otherwise they wouldn't actually give a shit. Well, they'd just lose respect for you. Further respect. I'm not just watching wrestling, I'm watching old wrestling. <laughs> you probably think it's just your excuse to not talk to them. <laughs> Oh, here he goes. 
problem when you overuse the same excuse too often. <laughs> You're always watching old wrestling. Yeah, you say that every week. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like every four, seven hours. Honky's right on that edge of being old school tubby, isn't he? There's <laughs> a bit of meat on them bones. <laughs> oh, it adds so much to the move. Oh, there he goes. Now that I can believe. <laughs> old man slips this on loose floor. <laughs> that was the tonk part of Honky Tonk. <laughs> Here's the honk. <laughs> But where is the man? <laughs> that looks like it was inches away from being an accidental Murray kick. <laughs> oh, I love the, just the, the frantic... I love the frantic flailing whenever someone gets in a sleep and just walking around in a big circle. That shit's gold, man. <laughs> if I was ever a wrestler, I would do that every match just for the shits and giggles. <laughs> Throw a sleeper on me, dude. I got a thing that I do. <laughs> a right, see, uh, this is the bit that I find hard to buy because a proper sleeper hold takes like what, 10 seconds to knock you out yeah yeah that's the problem with a lot of freaking submission holds man put them yeah, on long you, enough you look at it and you're just like nah I'm not buying that too but also like if it's on that long and they haven't died passed out or given up then you're probably bad at it Oh, Brutus, you suck. <laughs> he's Cole's favourite man, you can't tell him. Yeah, I know that. But in this moment, he's forgotten all the rules of wrestling, that there was no bell. <laughs> you know? The other guy didn't apparently... I don't think anyone yeah. else knows that either. Yeah. It's just one of those things that makes the good guy look stupid. It took me a long time to realise they're supposed to be a good guy. <laughs> like, I didn't think, think he was a... I never really got the heel and face thing as a kid, right? Like, I knew there were guys that were badish. <laughs> I never got it right. <laughs> You're sitting there going, no, no. Him nuking that person was totally justified. Well, like, it really took the cartoon for me to understand that they had personas. <laughs> like, right now, it really does look to me like Brutus the Barber Beefcake is molesting that man underneath the sheet. No, no, you're that's accurate. <laughs> They don't call him the South Mouth for nothing. Yeah. I wouldn't have been so worried about it. It would have, it would have been a community service. <laughs> yep, this is where it's getting odd. This is, this is one of those times you don't want someone to walk in and see you watching wrestling. <laughs> I wouldn't be fucking moving around like that. Yeah. Hold still, bitch. Yeah. It is horrible. This is why they introduced later on for these segments that have uh, clipper sets. And they would learn through failure that they had to get good clipper sets to leave those big, bald chunks that you want. I, ha I have seen some poor clippers in action in the past. I don't know which one it was, but I particularly remember there being a segment where someone was trying to clipper someone's hair, but the clipper wasn't good enough, so it would never clip anywhere near the scalp. All you could do was take these bare little tufts off of the length of the ends of his hair and so it looked like he didn't get any of the revenge that he was supposed to be getting well, and then the segment that, ended like, wrestlemania 2 or 3 wasn't one of those another sort of haircut match 
that was particularly painful to watch? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Joel? Yeah, it was WrestleMania 3 with Roddy Piper and Adrian Adonis. And let's say, nah, Brutus Beefcake came out and started... Gnawing on the his, hair, right? Like, <laughs> Yeah, started his barber gimmick. Also, why wasn't he using his fucking gardening shears? Because <laughs> well, there's clearly no hedges around. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, he could have gotten a nice fat chunk out of his scalp, quite frankly. <laughs> the, the, way, the way Jimmy was moving, he would have taken his fucking head off. <laughs> Jimmy Hart died earlier this afternoon from a massive scalp wound. <laughs> it's been demulleted. Yeah. Which is essentially death for a wrestler. That's <laughs> where all their powers are kept. Oh yeah, every single one of them is just Samson. I assume this grows back for next week's show, right? <laughs> and he's so close to losing an ear. Like, Brutus actually makes me nervous. In a way, none of the other wrestlers do. <laughs> just watching that man wield scissors is, is so uncomfortable for me. And like, like, every time now, every time I see him with a blade in hand, I just get so uncomfortable. <laughs> I think you've looked into his like soul and you know that there's something manic in there. Oh, it's it's yeah. it's the reckless frivolity of it. He was um, <laughs> he was originally considered for the Michael Madsen role in Reservoir Dogs. No, shut up. That can't be right. Well it's not, but Yeah, there we go. That was a joke. He was <laughs> Every now and again, man, you say shit that I can buy and I'm like, no. <laughs> Really? You can buy that? I don't know. I'm a trusty guy. <laughs> <laughs> you're also, again, you're playing on his sleep deprivation, Joel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. COVID. I'm sick. I'm dying. That's all right. Sorry. I'll cut Oot out. No. <laughs> yeah, it, that's like, right. a, that's like even, four layers of insult. <laughs> I, even, I even said it wrong, didn't I? Cut the only way Oot. I can help you make this give him something else. There we go. Finish. There it is. Oh, you've only got... <laughs> That's yeah, an awesome little moment. He masturbated his neck. <laughs> yeah, when he squeezed his baseballs. <laughs> Another random match. Oh, these guys. Okay. That's right, it's the dog catching outfit. <laughs> This is also back in the day when managers would have just a super wide variety of dudes they worked with. Yeah, like stable. Yes, it, the whole Heenan family was just yeah all over the shop. And once again, there's Haku. Which is kind of insulting to the wrestlers because you know it implies that they're horses. Okay. Oh no, that's yeah. You can call them thoroughbreds, and that's like you know <laughs> they're athletes, man. You know, you never heard an athlete called a thoroughbred? Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. There is stable. <laughs> he's running the freaking show, man. He's the trainer. He's the brains. He gives them hay. <laughs> he shoots them up with roids. Someone's got to do it. Yeah, someone does have to do it. England. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I mean, for saving the motherfucking day, yeah. 
<laughs> See, this is one of those strange gimmicks where we're clearly foreigners, but not American, but still good guys. That's a niche right there. Yeah, there's not many, right? Yeah. Particularly because of the, the way the Americans feel about the English. Yeah. I think it was just, honestly, because big Davy boy, British Bulldog, has that big baby face, you know? Yeah, just nice smile, I think. That's no. <laughs> Realised they couldn't sell him as a heel. That's it. Like, Dynamite Kid, apparently one of the worst assholes to ever wrestle. <laughs> but, fantastic wrestler. But big Davy boy, you know, just big happy face. All right, you're a good guy. A beeline? The killer bees are coming! No! <laughs> oh, he's trying to hypnotize it. She's so vicious. <laughs> See, it's, always, it's probably normal for you, Mick, but it's, it's very always been very weird for me that Davy Boy Smith just becomes the tag team. <laughs> just, he is the British. Yeah, you're right. Because my first exposure to him was just the British Bulldog. Yeah. Has he absorbed the other one? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a bit colour out of space. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so he... They leave... Oh, nice entry, like that. Yeah. They leave pretty much after this year, and then he returns a couple of years later as the British Bulldog. Sing mm. Singular. Is there ever a quattro moment? <laughs> no. <laughs> Isn't high five? I'm assuming Dynamite Kid just blew up or something. <laughs> oh, I like that too. The old slingshot. No, Dynamite Kid, very good wrestler, but um, yeah. Also, do you remember the era where they first became WWE and they blur out all the old footage, uh, all the old, uh, all the old WWF symbols? Yep. It was annoying as fuck. I think yeah. I actually kind of remember it too, but like... Yeah. Um, it was legit just obnoxiously, you know, yeah. bad. And just right. done really shuddily. And I remember this one in particular, because you notice... It's probably hard to see from what you can guys can see, but... Coco beware's not that bad. <laughs> he's got WWF on the back of his tights. Oh, really? And they'd blur So they had to blur that out all the way? <laughs> yep. Jesus. Gotta blow the ass. <laughs> Thump I mean, or nothing. It, it, it took me like three years to actually work out that they'd renamed. Like. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't realize they'd gotten the F out? Yeah. Well, <laughs> they had the best tagline for it. Mm. It's just one of those things where you think you're delusional. <laughs> what was it always wwe is it a shtick did i miss something <laughs> was it a story did vince defeat the federation yeah exactly like, i had no idea what the fuck was going because i was very much out of it at that point oh yeah yeah no yeah, they just um they got defeated by a panda <laughs> i do love the picture of the panda with WWF. <laughs> yeah with the steel chair mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah i use that whenever i can slip it into it Casual I mean, <laughs> it probably just played into their hands even more because they could just really pump up the entertainment part. Mm. They could stream, yeah. streamline the logo. Well, yeah, now it doesn't even stand for anything, does it? It's not even—it's not even an initialism. It's just 
WWE. There's no actual meaning behind it anymore. What? <laughs> yeah, apparently they got like you know, World Wrestling Entertainment used to be what it standed for, right? Yeah. Now Dude, it doesn't officially stand for anything. Doesn't it? Yeah, they like got rid of that. It's just WWE. There's no. Oh. Is that yeah. because they just don't want wrestling mentioned? Yeah. Yeah. That would be mistaken for a sport. Good call. No, they don't. Yeah, they don't. They're ashamed. It's it's one of those very self-hating, ashamed of themselves situations. We don't make wrestling shows. We make movies every week. Shut up. You're making a wrestling show. <laughs> uh, it probably shuts people like me up when I ask questions about rules. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's the other thing also. I used to have this real affinity. Like, I really loved... How Fink would, or anyone, would say the World Wrestling Federation champion. It sounds so official. Yeah. Now it's just they're the WWE champion. And yeah. for one, being the World Wrestling Entertainment champion doesn't sound as cool. No. And just WWE champion with no meaning behind it cheapens it in so many ways compared to what I was used to growing up. Yeah. Are you ever really the world champion if they only ever invite North Americans? No, no. Well, it was only like what four years ago that um, the title changed hands outside of the continent of North America for the first time, and it's happened once ever. It's a world-ish champion. <laughs> <laughs> that said, then I got the fucking Universal Championship, which sounds even stupider. Why has he got Dorothy's shoes? Wouldn't you have them if you can get them? <laughs> There's a hell of some pants, man. Yeah, I was just thinking that. I actually really like him. He <laughs> <laughs> looks like he's about to do Zumba. <laughs> I was just thinking, like, you could get board shorts in that style, and they would totally work today. <laughs> he would, too. Especially if they're, like, three-quarter length, you know? So I've missed something here. Why the fuck are there three wrestlers each side? <laughs> it's a six-man tag. Oh, okay. okay. No, you didn't miss anything. You're on. You're on the ball. There's six people. Well, and one of them is the brain. They need to get Bobby Heenan into a match. Mm. Well, I, did, I didn't know if it was just one of these the managers coming to fuck with things moments, and then this shit happened. And... <laughs> no, no, he's legit in the match as far as I know. And he's wearing the attack dog outfit, obviously, because uh, Matilda's raring to go. <laughs> I do like that Coco Beware seemed to get paired up with him just because they both had animals. <laughs> well, if they bring in Matilda with the goddamn bird on her back. Mm. And I guess, you know, probably the brain's also known as the weasel, so it's a menagerie match. <laughs> What is with this jacket? Yeah, I just saw what you're talking about with those boots. They are yeah. bright. Like this, this, this whole outfit, they, they look like uh, dog trainer pants. So if you get bitten, you'll be okay. Yeah. So Dorothy's shoes. <laughs> and he stole Billy Corgan's jacket. <laughs> and he recently escaped from a mental asylum. <laughs> Probably the true thing there, yeah. 
That's an unfortunate way for the cross to disappear. <laughs> Union Jack up the crack. Uh, uh, I don't thank you for drawing attention to that. You're welcome. <laughs> I was like, what's he talking about? Ah, for fuck's sake. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's the clenching that really helps it. Oh, I feel like I missed an opportunity for a good joke. I should have just called it the Union Crack. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, but it only came to me a minute later. It's a typical podcast. Well, luckily we're still recording, so you got it in there. I got it in there, but like I lost all timeliness. If you hadn't called attention to it, man, you could have just played it off. Nah, I, I would have felt it. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. You gotta have honesty. We're all about integrity here. Yeah, got big integrity. Ooh. <laughs> Sounded like a delicious drink. Heat it on cocoa. <laughs> Tired of my kid. Not understanding the match. Continues the fight. So, what's so bad about him? Uh... <laughs> hey, maybe they are dog training pants. Uh, the dog doesn't want friggin- anything to do with it. Yeah, and fucking <laughs> they're just shoving the dog at the guy. <laughs> uh, surprised the World Wildlife Fund didn't get into on this <laughs> for all the animal cruelty. That's why I took the name. Yeah. What is it? Uh, Seventeen years later, revenge. <laughs> Probably wasn't that long, but still. Probably how they traded so long with WWF as the name, because they could they put animals on the show. Mm-hmm. It's a big crowd, unless they're using mirrors. Yeah, it's twenty five thousand. I think it's a lot of like it's a wide crowd, but not a tall crowd. If that makes sense. It's tough with like American crowds too, because they always seem to fucking huge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. What is he doing? He his girlfriend's boots again. The show wasn't running quite long enough. Jesse, get up here and fill. Yeah. Do some of that body vamping. Jesse's gut Ventura. <laughs> That's some very polite applause. Just, yeah, yeah, I guess. He does look like he's maybe lost a bit of his shape here. I don't know. Mm. Well, he retired because of injury, right? So he was, you know... He had a prime that he could have got, kept going from. Not baldness is what you're telling me. <laughs> is he sweating buckets from that? <laughs> I think he was sweating beforehand. I suppose that jacket did look pretty warm. I feel sorry for some of these guys in the ridiculous costumes they got to wear. <laughs> but not for Ted DiBiase, because that's, uh, no, that's a fine. fucking suit. <laughs> also, such an unpleasant face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you figure with his... Okay, is it a pimp hat or a... 
It's some it's sort of a hybrid. <laughs> yeah, it's a hybrid. It's right in the middle of a pimp hat and a hard hat. <laughs> it's not a hard hat. It's a hard pimp. <laughs> it's a himp hat. Fell on the semis. God damn it. Like, if it was a good pimp hat, it would match his suit, but it doesn't. It matches his boots, though. Matches his yeah, and his undies. <laughs> choo choo, motherfucker! Third outfit for Elizabeth? Yep, and both of them. They're both color coordinating again. How can you tell? Uh, black on black. Oh, don't touch don't me. Don't touch me. Yeah. Actually, no, is this uh, this is a uh, emerald green. Is it? There's black the and green going on. Oh, right, right. Green on. I think I'm about her, and I'm like, I can't see a look of green on her. <laughs> I think it's below the, uh, what would you call those? The ruffles? <laughs> the chitty feathers? So do you reckon Randy had, like, a tape room? Oh, yeah. Well, I don't you think he whipped to... these up between each match. No, no, but I mean, like, do you think he, like, took them home, or are they just, like, props given to him on the night? Oh, you've got to take them home. I mean, this one looks fucking grout. It's great. Um, it does feel like something you'd keep. Go on, Joel, you seem like you know the answer. I'm pretty sure he used to get these made out of his own pocket, so... Oh, really? And they were, yeah, they were really expensive. I, I, I heard that about Ric Flair. Yeah? Like, Ric Flair has, like, $20,000 robes. That dude splurged all over the shop, but I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, look, some of his look pricey. <laughs> and I always preferred fucking Randy, man, because he, you know, his one still looks functional, whereas Rick's, yeah. Rick's one looks like it's a constricting bathrobe. Yeah, yeah Rick's did look a bit more bathrobe. He's back in the, in the pink undies, too. What happened? Mm. Probably watched them in between matches. Needed <laughs> <laughs> time to dry. Maybe that's why Elizabeth's here. <laughs> oh, she wanted her undies back, so he had to get them. <laughs> yeah. they, look, they shed their outfits into the ring. <laughs> <laughs> Molting man, Randy Savage. Ah, love Savage's jabs, man. So sharp. I quite like the way he's bracing himself then against the bigger guy. Hmm. Again, like, well, Randy Savage was an actual athlete. Didn't he play like, professional softball or baseball or something like that? Yeah, baseball. No, it was baseball. Yeah. It was, Sid was the set, was the uh, softball guy. Well, but, you know, really well he's an actual fucking athlete. Sports, <laughs> yeah, baseball's not a whole lot of a sport, but it, I think it qualifies. <laughs> I'm not saying it's not a sport. I'm just saying you wouldn't expect him to get a lot of experience from propping up, I don't know, 600 kilo men. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. There's not a whole lot of transferable skills, true. But, you know, some guys, you look at them and you can tell they are, at best, weightlifters with no real athleticism. And then you got guys like Randy Savage who look like they can fucking go. Yeah, like, I, I don't know what background One Man Gang has, but he looks like he's a pub fighter. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, at best, a bouncer. Another yeah, strange I don't, think, thing. I, don't, I don't think he's bouncy quality. <laughs> he's pretty bouncy. Look at him. 
Yeah, the wrong cut. Yeah, bouncy ball, bouncy castle. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> he has some of Rubber's best qualities. He's so flammable. He's... <laughs> More of a flubber. Is Miss Elizabeth just like really kinky or what? She's watching this with a little too much uh, you know, attention. <laughs> Maybe move away from the ring a little bit. Don't get cleaned up. <laughs> She's watching her gimp get slammed. Ooh. Good work, Schlubby Ref, noticing that beyond the girth of one man gang. <laughs> he was told to look for it, surely. <laughs> they paid him off in the back. Oh, that gut lets him go to ground quickly. I get it. Oh. <laughs> He's ref dynamic. <laughs> Making gravity He's work trained. for him. He's trained that. <laughs> Years of practice. Ready to drop into the ground. Now that he's down, he'll never rise again. I know he will. I think Mulman Gang is another one of those young guys who's huge. Yeah, look at his jabs. Fucking sweet. <laughs> he thinks he's Andre. He's not big enough. Yeah. We. It does look like this is the biggest challenge to him, though, getting back in the ring. <laughs> Imagine if there weren't stairs. This match is nights over. <laughs> yeah, Randy's pretty athletic. Oh, good work, Slick. <laughs> that is the most managering I've ever seen him do. Oh, yeah, that's it. You just want to cut the field. He wasn't going to lift him. <laughs> Pimp K in action. Do you reckon he's actually talking there? Because it looks like he's just jawing. Yeah, he looks like a ventriloquist dummy, doesn't he? Yeah. Just mag, 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 mag. Oh. I thought that was going to go over the neck for sure. <laughs> that was nearly a cell phone. <laughs> Came through the throat. Oh, no, it is a cell phone. It's over. <laughs> uh, he just threw away a shot of the world title for that. <laughs> he needs the cane to get out of the ring. Yeah. <laughs> That's terrible managing from Slick, though. He just got himself millions. Got Real my boy millions. disqualified. Kayfabe millions. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, well, what other millions are there? Tens of dollars. <laughs> you know, if he moves just right, it looks like it says Nice Man. Ah, <laughs> oh, he took them both out. <laughs> Nacho Man, Randy Salsa. Yeah. Now, if uh, one man gang throws the cane away here and just goes for a win, <laughs> he wins. But he said he goes for this cartoon bullshit, <laughs> and that's the match. <laughs> oh, the ref isn't even fucking looking at him anyway. 
But he actually didn't hit him when the ref was looking, so can you be disqualified yeah. for that? I think this yeah, is a travesty that uh, no 20 years we might get justice. Yeah, when like Kane Association takes away WWE. <laughs> Vanna White, you still going for Hulk, you idiot? I'm sick of your shit, Mean Gene. Yeah. Oh, Mean Gene, you lech. <laughs> Look at that fine piece of ass. <laughs> Says the same thing about having a good I hate to see you go, but I love to watch you leave. <laughs> She's been gone for upwards of eight seconds. <laughs> You'll never catch her. She's definitely not in your eye line. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to delay you here. Attention. She wants to see me. She wrote me all kind of letters. She wrote two letters. Yeah, some guy named Vance White. No, 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 no. This is Vanna White from Wheel of Fortune. Bob Euchre, I'm sorry. Let's get back to the show. There we go. The longest famous joke. Better than anything this podcast will produce. <laughs> nah. Almost That's as some... good as Oot. <laughs> you leave Oot out of it. Yeah, that was some bottom tier comedy. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just lifting you up. <laughs> Joel is knocking you down. <laughs> Pronounced Dune. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this right here is. Uh, do you guys know the story of Carrie and Cross? <laughs> I, I do not. All right. Um, WWE has a sort of developmental league, like sort of their. You're going to be big later, but we're going to train you up here. League called NXT. The champion of that was this undefeated dude. Really cool entrance. Had this hot chick coming out to the ring with him it was all like rock and roll and fucking like death metal-y sort of entrance with like a mad video it was all ultra produced looked awesome dude's name's carrying cross he goes undefeated for like a year and a half comes up to the main roster and they get rid of his chick they get rid of most of the bells and whistles of his entrance and within a week he was coming out wearing sort of this gimp outfit that these guys are wearing in 2021 <laughs> and he was fired within a month they fucking buried the dude, man. One so of the most. For it? Uh, yeah, well, people suspect there's some reasons for it, like just backstage machinations between some people wanting that developmental league to fail because of political executive bullshit. But yeah, the dude was absolutely hamstrung the second he got to the main roster. It so was. Has he got onto something better? Nope. That's it. Nope. He's. You know, He's done. out of WWE. That's it. Yeah, but being out of WWE is the end of your career these days. Like, no, that's true. That's yeah. Well, the thing with him was he wasn't the best wrestler, so all the bells uh, and whistles could only get him so far within WWE. You know, like he was all pomp, only a little circumstance. You know. All right. Important follow-up question. What about the girl? Oh, that's his wife. So they're together. Oh. Well, well, yeah, exactly. That's about where it went. Where it went. Are they wearing glitter? Yes. Yeah, they're a bit glittery. When you think demolition, you think glitter. <laughs> I mean, you think fine particles, so I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah. You take it to its logical conclusion. <laughs> I missed the logic. 
You salvaged that all by yourself. What? Well <laughs> not sure those outfits are legal either, Jess. Oh, they've been wrestling with them. And it still one of the like best theme songs ever. I did, I yeah, yeah. I was actually what was I watching just um recently? Some dude had just a fuck ton of like little studs or whatever all over his gear. I was like, man, that must suck to fall on all night. <laughs> Probably gonna suck to grapple too. Yeah. Although I guess you could use its handles if the leg is strong enough. <laughs> well, that depends on your finger grip strength, and that's a really sort of small area to grab on. We're talking like those kung pao triangles. <laughs> you trained for it though. Yeah. <laughs> Rip them right out of the mannequin. You need a competent squirrel friend to take the blow. You're telling me they're not packing squirrels? Look at those hatfuls. <laughs> Considering your advocation for squirrel gripping in a couple of these matches. All I'm saying is in a real fight, it is a move and it is not being employed. <laughs> yeah, but you gotta have, you must have honor in these real fights, man. Because as soon as you take it down to that level, then you're gonna get eye gouging, fish hooking, nut slapping. Yeah, so you can't, you can't, you can't tweak the stick, but you can beat the go, the chair that you got tossed in by your manager. Absolutely, that is part of the environment. As soon as you break those rules, the unwritten rules, then you're in uncharted territory. Yeah, what is he doing? Just shoot through the ropes, idiot! Hold up the camera. Just shoot through the ropes, man! Or hire a taller cameraman. And also, as as we all noticed, they didn't use any of those shots because the camera shot would have been from there. <laughs> I think that dude was gunning for a raise, and uh, we won't see him again. You made that sound very sinister. Yeah, I'm saying Vince McMahon killed that guy. I mean, I wouldn't put it past him, especially in Trump Plaza. Yeah. Killed him or peed on him, one of them. There's a lot of dudes buried in the concrete of those towers. That's what yeah. keeps the tower upright, the integrity that's baked into the concrete. <laughs> oh, that's sad face Tanner. Wrestling needs more goofy sound effects. <laughs> like a little hop should have been like a whoop. It's a good thing the ref wasn't doing his job there. Yeah. Well, we can do that. <laughs> yeah, we've got to try and time it right then. You two might know this with the back of your hand. I'm not going to call it. Ah, join us, Adam. It's currently going to get sillier from here. It's almost 2 a.m. This is just going to be like when Bert is out of phase. Not going to work. <sighs> nah, see, that's, that, that was a normalish sound effect. I could buy that being there. We need silly. <laughs> it's got to be like a thrill. <laughs> wow. Wayne's World sort of. No, see, you should have been a high pitch more like a ding. <laughs> no, no, I like that one. That was a good one. Yeah, but that's too classic. Like, of course it's booing. The whole thing's bouncy. No, you, you only need the high-pitched ding when someone gets hit in the nuts. No, that's, that's, that's too classical. 
I'm a classical you can't lean kind of into guy. Those ropes. You want to play against them? <laughs> well, no, no. You go with them until you mix it up. You know, you gotta go with both. Man, depends on the time. Too classic. He doesn't like mixing things. Up. <laughs> Sound like a duck. <laughs> <laughs> This is not a great wrestling match, I don't know, what do you guys think? Oh no, there's a couple of moments, but... Um, I wanted to like this one more. <laughs> it's devolving a bit into, a, you know, the good old punchy mm. kicky. I, this is always my problem with like the tag matches, with just the egregious amount of bullshit that goes on in them. <laughs> like, sometimes it's really cool wrestling, but like, just wrapped up in bullshit fucking two-on-one corner slash <laughs> while the referee was picking his nose and... Yeah. And that's the standard formula, man. It's hard to get away from. <clears throat> it just takes like away from the moments like that, you know, which are pretty cool. Yeah, that was a three count. Yeah, I think the Demolition Man is right. That was a bad count. Is that his name, Demolition Man? <laughs> yeah. Actually, I'm pretty sure that's Axe. Or Smash. Or Bloop. Or Swamp. <laughs> How many Slide. demolition dudes there are? Or Wesley. Or Carl. Carl Demolition Man. Do you know which one they are, Joel? I know that he, uh, one... he knows them very well. <laughs> yeah. Which one's Axe? Which one... I, know I know one of them's not Crush. Of course I know which one's Axe and which one's Smash. Care to enlighten us? <laughs> Axe is the one getting up now and picking up Tito Santana. Alright, the one in the ring is Axe. Got it. They're very distinct. Yeah, I know. I just never keep it straight in my brain. I always forget. I know that the um, Smash dude ends up being Repo Man. Yes. I just don't remember which one of these guys he is because reasons. Um, Blacktop Bully. He's no, like yeah. a third demolition guy, right? Yeah, Crush. <laughs> Crush got around over the years. Look at Axe. It's interesting. He changed his gimmick multiple times in the WWF, but still kept the same name. Yeah, right? <laughs> that, that is weird. Most guys, they genuinely do go for the entire reset so that you can start fresh, but uh, he always had that kernel of crush. Yeah. But I mean, I guess as far as names go, crush fits in with demolition just fine. Oh, yeah, de definitely. But then he was Kona Crush from Hawaii. Yeah. Later on, he was Chronic Crush, who smoked weed. Well, wouldn't he have been from Hawaii as well? I don't think the Hawaiian has ever changed, but he didn't emphasize it quite as much. Yeah. Then he became, um... What was the... DOA was Crush? Yeah. And he was like a biker. Yep, the Disciples of Apocalypse, wasn't it? Yeah. Also, i got to say, it's a bit of a shame that Axe and Greg the Hammer Valentine were never a tag team. <laughs> Be named, known as the Toolbox. <laughs> what do you reckon this dude's rest of his name would have been? He would have had to be blank something, like blank axe the something. Or oh, wait, <laughs> my brain's fucking shutting down. He would have blank the axe something. Well, there were there was a wrestler like that. It was um, Kurt Henning's dad. Oh, yeah. Really, to be more of a hammer and sickle type setup. Oh yeah, could have done that. That'd have been cool. That had to be Russian then. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hundred it would have been like Nikolai Volkov or something. Which Smash, yeah, it, the head Smash of did play a Russian before he came to the WWF. Did he? Yes. Did he wear uh, glitter then? <laughs> <laughs> Every chance he got. 
Like, I don't even and hate it. it. It catches on the camera, but... <laughs> and, and his name was Crusher Khrushchev. So he had Crush in his name. <laughs> even though he was Smash. <laughs> <laughs> Blowing your brain. Yep. And then we just missed out on them becoming the tag team champions for the first time. Oh, really? That's when they won it? Yeah. Cool. I didn't miss it. I was watching. I didn't have anything <laughs> to say about it. We were just, you know, really involved with the naming scheme deal. And the glitter. Also, just quietly, back-to-back cane shot finishes. <laughs> Same. Although, to be fair, that, that shot to the back of the neck strike. would have... Yeah, that would have fucking sucked. Mm. Hey, where, where is Demolition Strike? <laughs> well, that was the team they were facing. Yeah. Uh... See, Mr. Fuji, he needed a pip hat. Well, rather than his odd job hat. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you know what up in arms means, Gorilla. That guy is not up in arms. That guy <laughs> holding... is there to sell you a toaster. Yeah, but also holding your arms up doesn't mean they're up in arms. <laughs> that phrase has a different meaning. You just never played Command and Conquer Generals. <laughs> the fans them? here are revolting. Yeah, they're terrible. <laughs> Did you hear them? It's the final match. Yeah, but is it one of these 45-minute final matches? Yes, it's the main event. I don't call it WrestleMania 45 for nothing. <laughs> WrestleMania IV. Yeah, WrestleMania I've I've what? Oh, we're bringing back in the world's most interesting man. Oh, I love this one. The fucking piano ends early. And just, oh. I was so disappointed. Yeah, and it starts over and over again. I was so disappointed to discover that, because I always thought this was the first time this new version of the belt was... was uh, brought out. Brought out, yeah. But it wasn't. Yeah, because Hulk Hogan had it when he lost it to Andre, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So does that mean it was also sold to the Million Dollar Man? Yes, it was. Yep. And also, funnily enough, I believe Million Dollar Man defended the belt once before it was stripped from him and then made, like, sort of annulled so he never had it. Yeah. So he's he's defended the belt. He's never held the belt, technically. Yes. So I think he had it for about a Let week. Come touch it. Yeah. Mm. Well, the belt's forever tainted now. Yeah, that's it. It's got Throw Trump it juice on it. Although I will say, just growing up, that is like the belt as far as I'm concerned. It looks yeah. awesome. That is one thing I'll admit I never actually worked out. Like, the difference between belts used to confuse the shit out of me. <laughs> Do you just mean like, like designs or like between the Intercontinental and the World titles? The whole sort of thing. Thing. Like, I never understood the difference in the titles, never understood the difference in the styles. It was just weird. Like, you see guys rock up and they've got six belts. You're like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? <laughs> well, that means he's six times better than any guy who's got one belt. Yeah. He needs to be a lot fatter to have this music. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly in an elephant costume. It's Enrique. Who the fuck is that guy? It's Enrique Palanzo. That's. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't want to do the Naked Gun movies. Me? I do. I just want to do the first one. I think you have to at least do the second one. <laughs> What's that? Triple feature? Oh, yeah. Hey, you're the guy who's in the future. You've got the, you're the one who has to brace for it. I'll watch it. Oh, yeah. I didn't really think that one, do you? You could do it during a weekday. 
This has taken up half the week. It's Friday here now. That's like a really old version of George Costanza. <laughs> As opposed to the regular old version. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those weird things. George has always looked old to me. <laughs> it's just because he's bald. Yeah, it is. He has a watch. She is one of the loveliest women in Hollywood. You know, she's getting a much bigger and response than you sure did. Well, he's finally going to get to be She is the hostess of the Wheel of Fortune. Big he's been hunting for her for the last three and a half hours. Big cheer for Rana White. I have a feeling they've dubbed over this music as well. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking that. Didn't, uh, is she uh, in practical shoes or is she going to walk down the hills? Oh, dude. There's no way they don't have her in high heels. She's 90% mouth. And 12% shoulders. Those are 80% shoulders. They're not real. You know there's nothing under there. <laughs> she didn't learn from Elizabeth there. <laughs> you got to walk away high-fiving people but not letting them really touch you. I think she's used to a more civil crowd. <laughs> Yeah. Are these like undercover cops? <laughs> you guys are way more touchy feely than the letters. Wheel of Fortune bodyguards. <laughs> that was Wayne from Wayne's World. I saw it. <laughs> Back there is uh, Charlie's uncle from It's Always Sunny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look at that fine piece of ass. <laughs> Oh, don't touch Trump. No. This motherfucker, eh, just got his name on everything for years and people bought it. Literally. <laughs> Give a kiss to Grandpa. <laughs> At least they took away his microphone. <laughs> I just realized Bob Uke is reminding me a lot of Ric Flair right now. Yeah. <laughs> He's throwing out woos. He's got the hand thing going. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> is Ric Flair's shtick established at this point? It is, right? Sort of, but this is definitely Ric Flair-ish. But did Ric Flair know he was going to evolve into a fat Bob Uecker? <laughs> I think if anyone's aware of that, they don't make it that far. Okay, why is the timekeeper in the ring? Get the fuck out of the ring. <laughs> that could keep time somewhere else. <laughs> she stays in the ring for the whole match. <laughs> in high heels, count, dancing around. Counting out aloud. <laughs> One, two, three, four. Oh, he's got the big guy with him. My query is, why did they need a timekeeper? Because they said, when they were saying the time limits for each round... That the, the final would have no time limit? You're not wrong. <laughs> She's there to make sure there's no timer. <laughs> She's here to stop time. <clears throat> here to look kind of pretty, but here's a job. He's looking a bit tired now. <laughs> These fucking people, man. 
<laughs> well, that's just, that's just poor planning because you could outrun Elizabeth. <laughs> exactly. I mean, Elizabeth's good with the blade, but she hasn't got the side. <laughs> <laughs> only has one Derringer. Andre's got two. Elizabeth will cut a dude. Don't doubt her. I mean, the thing is, right, if you're in an alley and you got Andre backing you up, they're going to fuck you up. They're not going to fuck up Andre the Giant. <laughs> yeah, also, you've got nowhere to run because Andre's in the way. They ain't running anyway. You can't leave him behind. He's Andre the Giant. He'll fuck you up if you run away. <laughs> well, no, you're if you run away, then. <laughs> I don't know. He's not going to forgive you for that shit. Yeah, but he'll never catch you. He know No, no it's inevitable. Andre is a cause of nature. <laughs> he finds you at some point. Six years later, rocks up at your door. Yeah, Andre is like those killers in 80s horror movies. He walks after you, but he will always catch you. That's it. He's, he's Mike Myers. Are we silent out of respect? I was wanting to cover that. Mesmerized by the whiteness of the whiteness. He's making his red panties. Hmm, yeah. It feels like he underestimated how many pairs of underwear he'd need for the rest of <laughs> Maybe he was pessimistic and didn't think he'd make it this far in the tournament. <laughs> no idea. This is the first time that's not planned. He thought he'd be out, match two. Yeah. Can't believe I made it this far, Elizabeth. <laughs> Gonna swing by the laundromat. <laughs> she looks bored. <laughs> this camera angle's broken. What's going on here? The guy's dead. He's been dragged into the crowd. <laughs> what was that? The sister little slap. That was a jab, man. He was keeping him on his toes. Speaking of, wasn't even closed. Yeah, you know, it's a warning shot. He's a foot away from him. That, that's the warning. If I was a foot closer... That might have almost tickled. Yeah. That's another thing I always liked about um, Macho Man. Just the way he moves around on his, like, tiptoes and shit. Yeah. No one else moves like him. I like to think he's trying to sneak up on people. <laughs> he looks very wily. Hmm. Oh, the double block. You don't see that very often. I was trying to look at what the hell happened there. <laughs> I think Andre was meant to sort of hook his leg, but um, being near was all that really happened. The Andre aura took him down. Maybe Andre didn't mean to hook his leg. It's just, you know, Randy fucking with him. Hmm. Yeah, the best thing that Andre's doing, he's blocking out Trump. <laughs> he's standing exactly where he needs to. As well. <laughs> he's exactly where he needs to be. Yeah, that feels deliberate. Vince McMahon's put Andre's ass in front of Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting for an event, one of those classic 16-minute farts. <laughs> All right, Andre, I've set you up with 11 teen burritos. Go out there and do your worst. Turn him orange. Hmm. 
Yeah, this is the origin of that, isn't it? The origin of orange. And they're getting peed on. That's just the spatter back. It gave him a taste for it. <laughs> All this stuff combined, Andre is apparently a disgusting individual, according to our narrative. <laughs> well, yeah, but Trump's the one who's going to be facing his wrath. Oh. Yeah, good. Fuck that guy. Nah, bro. Thanks, Captain Literal. You're supposed to be too tired to be snappy with your comebacks. <laughs> I am too tired. I'm too tired for all this shit, man. <laughs> I forgot how long this show was. We should have started a tape too. <laughs> well, this is the worst thing, right? From now on, these get longer and longer, don't they? Nah, they sort of hang about at about three hours, don't they? And then it's it's like halfway through the twenties or even late in the twenties, they start really getting long. Yeah, I think this one's the longest one for quite a while. Yeah, because of the tournament, yeah. specifically. And it wasn't a double taper for nothing. Yeah. But I think that was actually a thing, Adam, where like, they would buy three hours of pay-per-view time. Yeah, and yeah. so, you know, they couldn't, they literally legally couldn't exceed it without getting cut off. You know? Like, if they kept doing shit after that time, they would just, the broadcast would end. That would actually be really stressful to work out. WCW failed it. They had a show that ended before the main event because they went over the time thinking that they could just keep going and no one would call them on it. <laughs> Brutal. Very stupid. Just like terrible management, you know? Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty strict on the time. Like, that's where the real timekeepers are. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, maybe Vanna's from the network. <laughs> yeah. That's where she transitioned to in her career, once the letters dried up. <clears throat> the letters was a disguise. <laughs> For her sneaky corporate role as, you know, timekeeper of all things. She's a time lord. Master of time. Yeah. All this time she's been Doctor Who. Yeah. Like, didn't the, um... WrestleMania 10 ladder match go long. Yeah, I heard it, and they had to cut matches or yeah. reduce time on shit. Yeah. So while, because like they did it deliberately so they could put on a show and steal the event. Mm. So while they got plaudits for the match, there were still people pissed off. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it, dudes who didn't get to wrestle on the show got their fucking pay cut, right? Yeah. So oh, yeah, fucked. yeah, it is right. But that's just the crazy wild westness of wrestling. Yes, Goomba stomp on Andre to hit. No dollar man on me, and that's what I want to say. Man, nowadays some dude would like jump onto Andre's shoulders with both feet and use that as a springboard <laughs> to fucking jump on man, on million dollar man. Some dude like ricochet. Yeah. That's what I want to see. Yeah, well, you got to only got to wait what thirty years more. Well, you won't see Ricochet. You no, he's still there, but he's... you won't see him do much. No, he's busy being buried. Fucking hell, it's such a waste. Like, I'll fairly admit that his, you know, talking and charisma is not up to par, but yeah. when you're that good at the flippies, yeah. you find a way to make him work. Ball game. 
I don't think you have to prevent him from talking. You can just ask him not to talk. <laughs> I don't know if you want to justify the crowd, right? <laughs> yeah, just put him in a Sub-Zero mask. Or put him in any mask and just say it's COVID-related. I can't believe it. <laughs> I thought Hogan would be home in his spa by now. <laughs> I've been backstage doing rails of cocaine, brother. <laughs> and roids. <laughs> rails of roids. If you combine the two, they're more effective. Imagine the striation. Well done, Hulk. You brought a chair down, not for the lady. <laughs> he's not really a gentleman, though. Nah, he's not. He's slithering into the ring. Hmm. Oh, Andre's pantsing him. Right up the ass. Ted DiBiase, you sneaky chaser. Going for the old eye rake. You think he'd just bribe his way to victory? Well, that's what got us in the situation in the first place. <laughs> remember, he tried to buy the WWF title. I suppose. You can't really expect me to you know, remember things I didn't see on screen in front of me. <laughs> We're in post-bribe territory, man. Yeah. And also, he didn't get his ref. There's no schlubby ref. His plant is not in, on board, you reckon? Yeah. The Hulkster came down and really sat in the chair. <laughs> no one sits in a chair like him, brother. I am surprised we're not getting the uh, the crowd calls while he's in the chair. Hmm. Yo! Ah, leg it up the ropes, you fucking legend. Man, that's how dudes should fucking run up the ropes for their finishes these days, man. I know the ones are a lot more complicated than the elbow drop, but goddamn, they should just leg it up the ropes. Maybe Osh got in the way. Maybe what got in the way? Osh. Oh. <laughs> Smacking to do with the chair earlier worked for him when I got disqualified. Another little light bit of cheating there. Yeah. <laughs> He's trying to hide. Yeah, Hogan is a pretty inconspicuous kind of guy. <laughs> Although it is nice that him and Macho have the color coordination going now. Yeah. He has he has subsumed Elizabeth. Hogan 
Yeah, that Macho Man! <laughs> Nobody cheated here at all. It's the Macho Man's moment. Here's Hulk. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> Look at him, man. Just center stage. Everything's about Hulk. Can't help himself. At least he's consistent. There it is. That's the good shit. Get out of the camera, Hogan! <laughs> well, presumably he doesn't know that camera's live as opposed to the other 16. Oh, no. I reckon. I have malicious thoughts about Hogan's ability to just sense where the camera is. Or at the very worst, he's playing the odds of just being in the middle no matter what. <laughs> so even when the camera's like moving around him, he's like, ah, oh, just be in the middle of that, and the middle of that. It's a shame that he told Randy Savage how to wear a belt. <laughs> Come to think of it, eh? If Randy Savage's first WWF Championship win, he beat 14 guys, right? And his first WCW Championship win, he beat, 50, he beat what, 59 guys? That's a lot of guys he beat. Doesn't that make him something like a 70-odd time champion? Or at least 70 defenses. Can you have a pre-fence? I think he needs to stop beating men. <laughs> well, hey, man, when you're good at it, they give you big gold belts. To match your sparkly capes. That's a good point. He should wear his gold cape right now. Yeah, that's it. Put the bling back on. Fuck the belt. I suppose he's putting his bling back on. There you go. Yeah. Elizabeth equal bling. <laughs> well, she was draped in diamonds before. Allegedly. Hmm. Uh, but still, just personality-wise, there's this wholesome shit going on here. And then there's Hogan, just blah, 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 blah. My left arm's tingly, Jess. There's a tightness <laughs> in my chest, Jess. <laughs> the corners of my vision are going black, Jess. Gave him a big foam hand. <laughs> he just stole it from the fan, didn't he? Yeah. Ah, oh, would have been so much cooler if Hogan shook his hand with the giant finger. <laughs> <laughs> this belt's so heavy. <laughs> what the hell instruction was she given here? I want you to stand awkwardly and look like a proud mother who's also uncertain. That's all she ever did. That's why I never thought she was that fucking hot. It was always that sort no, of... No, 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 no. Up next, WrestleMania 5. <laughs> Not on my watch. <laughs>
<laughs> Not on this watch, anyway. Go, gentlemen, let's sign out while we still can. <laughs> yeah, it's only 2.11 <laughs> in 2022 here. Thanks for uh, watching, you two. Thanks for listening, everyone. And uh, we'll be back with more We Talk Everything, where we will talk something. Something. See you, brother man, brothers. Oh, fuck.